Well, hello, hello, hello. Give me one second here. Got a minor issue with that camera here. Pop that on right there. Just hop up, hit that switch on the top uh, left. Just flip it. Here. It's the button where you, yep, the button where you take the camera, the picture. Well, hello, hello. Got it. My bad. Okay, hit the OK button real quick. <laughs> My bad. It's on the back. Now we are. There we go. Sorry, 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 sorry about that. that. Waylon Wilson, Wilson, thanks for sticking with us there. there. Sorry, sorry buddy. <laughs> <laughs> a little <laughs> issue. Boom, but hey, we're, we're good, good to go, go now. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're podcasting. Is the mic on? Uh, yeah, I think. So. Yep, you're good. Good? There we go. We are good morning, everybody. Good morning, morning, morning. How are you doing today? Um, all right. Uh, if we could, I'd like to start the show off by, uh, I'd like to dedicate this show. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to dedicate this show to, um, Todd Michael Klein. He, uh, he passed away yesterday. And, um, it's a friend of ours, uh, Jimmy Curry. It's his brother. And I'd just like to say, um, I'm sorry to Mike, Debbie, Jimmy, all his family. Um, Todd will be greatly missed. Absolutely, and uh, you always you always got away with words, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that, but uh, yeah, this one goes out to them, and uh, just keep your head up in this this tough time here. So, uh, uh, scoot over just a hair if you can see. I can do that. <laughs> just so you're in, if you can see yourself there, so the checkers and records didn't cover you there. So there we go. We are good to go. Morning from Canada, and well, morning from America to our Canadian friend there, and morning, Gavin Cardwell. Hope you all are uh -oh, just dabbing. doing faces. Uh-oh, dabbing. I won't say it, but I uh, hope you all are just doing fantastic today. And uh, we got some fun and exciting uh, race action that uh, we get a chat with you today. We are going to have a good one. I hope you're ready. Yep, yep, yep. There's we got a lot to talk about. There's uh, There was some big breaking news that happened last week. Yes. Um, you got, you got an interview, interview in this week? Yes, I did. Absolutely. There it is. That echo should be gone there. And you got some racing in this week, too. Yeah, there's plenty of action here. Loads well, I mean, you loads. actually got to do some racing, you because usually you're broadcasting, so right. you actually got to get some racing in. Well, if that's what you call it. but uh, <laughs> You were on the track. <laughs> there you matters. <laughs> I was on the track. We'll, we'll put it that way. That, uh, that I do like. So uh, I had an emergency. Davin says he's gonna win tonight in those uh those sprints there <laughs> yeah code brown code brown hey, uh Davin, you're wrong on that buddy because uh you might win 360s howdy's winning the 305s he's been training he's ready to go and uh justin rooster there he's in the uh nsrl okay. we'll get to talking about the nsrl <laughs> during the i racing segment but, I, try, uh, I try to watch some of that like uh i love when you my have lunch, lunch break yeah. <laughs> That's, I'll click on and watch. I'll catch some people on during lunch there. Uh, you can you can tell during that uh, uh, noon hour, there's a, quite a bit of people that hop on, and I love it there, but uh, they, they do some solid racing out Man, there. It's, it, from what I've seen, it's a great series. Them guys run <laughs> clean, yeah. and it's it's exciting to watch. I wish I was, you know, off during the day to where I could run in that <laughs> series. Right. So uh, real quick, Rooster, he's uh, Rooster Rodden. That's Rooster, what, uh, <laughs> there. So uh, that's what uh, 
his nickname is in in the league there. So I'm over there, and I mean, when you got a nickname like Rooster, you're pretty badass. What comes to your mind? Uh, the Ranch. Okay. See, and what came to my mind is, yeah, they come to pass the Rooster because he won, and they couldn't do it. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> so, that was um. Oh, uh, Hyde, Hyde from 70 show, uh-huh. him and Ashton Kutcher on uh, Netflix, The Ranch. Yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Which he's not on it anymore, but that was his name, Rooster. Oh, that's, okay, that's okay. What... Ashley watches that one, so. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't gotten into that one yet, so. Brooks, good morning, good morning. Brooks so, is mad at me right now. Why is that? Because I, I didn't race last night. Well, you had other things going on. Yeah. Do you see that new PC he got, though? Yeah. He got him a machine. Looking sharp. Looking sharp. We got, uh, I know there's a couple people waiting for, uh, uh, that's where he got his name. His stepmom says that to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so uh, I know some people are waiting on some uh, um, stickers and uh, a couple other things. We are getting everything out. I'll have everything out uh, yep. a little later this, or here tomorrow. So I'm getting everything packaged <laughs> up and sent out your way. And, uh, yeah, cause I uh, I mailed out the um, the shirt the other day, cause I'd spaced it like the whole week, and I told Daniel, I was like, dude, I need that shirt. I forgot about it. <laughs> Whoops. So, uh, but I threw in some stickers and the shirt, and it's all. He he might even have it. He might have got it yesterday. I don't know. So uh, yeah, I, I do apologize for a little delay on my end there, but we'll get you out there. We'll get it out and. Uh, Get you rolling in that merch. And uh, speaking of merch, check out www.bwsports1.com. We got some merch over there. And if uh, by chance you uh, you happen to miss something, some of the fun and exciting action, either with us or the boys over at Black and White Sports, you can catch us over there and uh, catch up with all the the action that you missed. The hap hap happenings. Exactly. There, and there you can also, where else can you go to find uh, stuff? YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you got me. <laughs> YouTube. But that's a link. There's a link on www.bwsports1.com. But yes, if you don't want to go to the website, you right. can just go straight to YouTube, search BW Sports. Bam, there you go. Absolutely. Leo calling it last week on the NASCAR <laughs> race. And Leo brings us in, sliding in. Look at that in the comments section. Way. way to go, Leo. Thank you, Leo. You took the, uh, it, it, this is, it, I mean, Leo picked the checkers, so we'll give him a, a, a round of applause on that. And uh, it's time for the checkers and wreckers picks of last week. <laughs> was it on the uh, the prick still? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. My I'll roll bad. with it. I was expecting the echo and everything. That's no, why I took the headphones it. off and everything. So we'll, we'll get that back there. But uh, what's up, Bryce? So yeah, <clears throat> you got those out there. You got those there. So. Uh, uh let me see here we got my checker i took kyle bush he took 15th definitely not the uh the or the the running he wanted and uh just fuels him up for today a little more so yeah and it seems like uh because before i make the next comment my checker i had is uh martin truex jr with kyle's teammate and he uh, finished 20th Yep, and uh, Gibbs isn't having those runs that they're you know that we're used to seeing Joe Gibbs racing have. But right, especially at the beginning of the season. I mean, last right. year he came on; they came on strong there. So uh, uh, we 
Tommy Boy fashion here. First of the season. <laughs> I mean, go figure, man. It, it never fails. I went against Leo. I picked Joey Logano as my wrecker. And, and how'd uh, he finish? First. Took it into victory lane, darn it. And uh, well, so I hope you took that one to the bank. He meant to, Tommy Boy meant to flop those around. He's, right. He, he gets a little dyslexic when it comes to checkers and wreckers. Well, hey, I just, by at this point, they, uh, I'm not going to ruin my, uh, any, any picks or anything like that, but, uh, I may have a little agreement there with uh, with Leo, so uh, uh, we'll we'll see here. Uh, but uh, yeah, take my record pick to the bank. If you are uh, one of the few states that uh, I don't even know if it's few anymore, but if you're one of the states that gambling is legal, when I pick a record, you run to the casino and you toss at least two three bucks down on them because for NASCAR, a checker. Have you exactly? Yeah, not, yeah. You can't bet on a record, unfortunately. Not yet. We're not that big yet. We haven't influenced the sporting books yet. They we'll get should. there. We will. We'll get there. <laughs> but, uh, um, man, where was I going with that? Um, NASCAR something. Yeah. Oh, fantastic there. But hey, real quick, right behind us, this beautiful piece of art. You can't necessarily see it because my light is just like beating down on it. But we did a little video. You saw it before yep. in the uh, that picture there. But Grunt Works, Custom Woods, veteran-owned, veteran-operated. And, uh, man, that is what I said on the, the video. Sweet, smooth, and sexy. It, it is. It's, <laughs> it really it's is. just badass. <laughs> you got to check that out. <clears throat> He's a veteran. And another cool thing is that I've noticed, because uh, if you go to his Facebook page, you know, he not only does he post, uh, you know, his work that he's done and finished products and, and, and uh, projects he has going on. But I've noticed uh, he's a big music fan too. So he's yeah, a little like motivation us. on Friday. And yeah, stuff. yeah exactly. so that's, that's pretty cool. Absolutely, gotta love that. So check them out <clears> over <throat> there. Like I said, veteran-owned and operated. So big shout out to all those guys in the service. So if you if you are in the service, thank you for what you do, all you men and women out if there. You're in the service. Thank you for your service. Exactly. <laughs> that wasn't corny at all. No, not <laughs> so, one bit. <laughs> we uh, so my record. I had uh, Eric Jones, 23rd. So I'd consider a, that record. Yeah, not a bad pick. And there's another JGR car. Yep. Well, I mean, he kind of has seen, like, <laughs> there, he said it himself. He's kind of seen, like, uh, um, <laughs> that's kind of, I mean, he's a, he's a mid-pack guy lately. I mean, he's he's had a couple glimpses of some, some uh, good runs. Like the Clash? <laughs> I don't think you can classify that a, a good run. <laughs> <laughs> but, that was uh, a survival of the fittest. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, Bryce Bailey, good morning to you as well. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean that we, we and you see him quick, but then again, that's a restrictor plate race, and as well as I mean, you know it as well. Anybody can get up there yeah. and, and make a run for that. So, uh, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you were fast if you're up there at Daytona. You might be. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from him, but. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, so uh, then we go to Dark Horse, and I really thought Kurt was going to do something, and I thought Kurt seemed to kind of be on something this year, but uh, he just had two bad weeks now. He got caught up in some some wreckage in uh, yep. Daytona. The, the next week in Vegas, just his home track didn't have the running that we're used to seeing him have, and then he, he comes out and <clears throat> puts this one 25th. So... Uh, uh, a disappointing run 
for the Bush brothers. Yeah, because you would think both of them would have had better results being their home track, like you just said. And they usually do run yeah. pretty darn good there. Yes. Then uh, my dark horse, I had uh, Christopher Bell. <laughs> 33rd. <laughs> yep. And there again, another, well, it, it's not the JGR team, but it is a JGR car. Right, yeah, we, we've talked about that. And, uh, <laughs> the, you, you know... And three cars right there, 20, 23rd, 33rd, that's just not the runs we're used to seeing those cars. And But, you know, this year, if you look at the field, there's not a lot of Toyotas out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's – it's uh, in the past couple of years, Ford's really come on and really I, – I would almost I, – I don't – I haven't broke it down to look. I need to do that this week. I think Ford might outnumber the other manufacturers in NASCAR now. Yes, I don't know, like, by car. I, I know Toyota is definitely struggling in the pack with that one team that they have there. So, uh, um, I mean, definitely, and, and you're seeing those Toyotas, It's at Daytona at least, they were wanting to team up with the Fords. Yeah. They were they were running with the Fords for the most part. So uh, uh, something to, to keep an eye out. We will. We'll have to, to look over that. But that uh, – that does it for the uh, checkers and records picks of the week. Yep. Or last week, I should say. Yeah, we haven't set the world on fire on our picks so far this season. No, hey, we're, <laughs> we're, we're two we're, weeks We're getting in. warmed up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was a, it's been a long December <laughs> in January and February. been a long off season. <laughs> there you go, exactly. Well, welcome to March. <clears throat> you know what does happen in March? IndyCar starts. F1 starts. So we are... Just about to go full throttle. We're what, uh, two weeks away from St. Pete? Exactly. Three weeks away then from um, uh, uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. So uh, very exciting here. But we'll keep continue <clears throat> rolling with NASCAR's Logano, as we've mentioned already, with my record pick, takes the victory. And uh, really just a, kind of an interesting strategy. Uh, an accident almost. As uh, Did you see the end of it mm-hmm. when they're talking to him? He's like, I didn't know what my crew chief wanted me to do. He said, come in, and I I didn't know he meant – I was like, how do you not know he meant come in? Like, you must have not heard him because the way he sounded, it was like well, he said come in, but I didn't know what he meant. Like, it sounded like he was pretty darn clear to me. But, hey, it, it works out. And he even says, though, if he didn't get that restart and he loses one spot, he doesn't just lose one. He ends up getting sucked back about eight. So uh, he gets in that clean air and really pulls it up. And didn't Penske this year? Didn't all three teams swap crew chiefs? They did. Yeah, they did do something there. So I, I believe all three of them swapped crew chiefs. Exactly. So that's the first win there for so, that team right there in Logano. You know, I I can kind of understand where he said you know he didn't understand what the crew chief was trying to tell him. And I know it's only the second race into the season, but you would think leading up to even to the first race at Daytona. They would have worked everything out and had their communication down. And I'm sure there's still going to be some hiccups, but I I just, you know. I think that's Joey saying. Uh, he messed up. No, I think that's him saying, I was I was going to stay out. I didn't and know what you be. wanted me to do, man. I'm sorry. Miscommunication on the, the new, new team here. And it could be. Because <laughs> Joey's at that point in his career where he's good enough that if if he needs to make that on-track decision, and man, you might get slapped for it afterwards, but uh, if you got to make it, man, you got to make it. So uh, 
<laughs> I don't think we'll ever know, honestly. Maybe next year if, if something comes out. But uh, I, I just think he is uh, better. He's a, he's a more aware driver than that. So I, I think he really knew that his crew chief wanted to come in. And Joey's saying, no, if we come in, I'm going to finish fourth, fifth. If I stay out, I'm. it's either checkers or records at that right. point. And that's what he's thinking in his head. I'm doing this for Howdy. I mean, I know he is. I, that's what he's saying. I know it. <laughs> so uh, That makes sense. <laughs> right, absolutely. I'm gonna, I was just catching up on some, uh, uh, some comments over here. We got some guys that are ready to uh, do some running here in the 360s. So uh, you catch us in the 305s. I'll catch you in the 360s when you come back around to oh, the so Leo was Leo's saying he, he thinks that they swap pit crews and everything as well. So the only thing they kept is the spotter, which usually which, a driver yeah. will. Yeah, that's I mean, once most... a driver has a spotter and that's who they're comfortable with, even if they switch teams, a lot of times that spotter will go with them. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Because <clears throat> when I was younger and watching it on TV, you never would think that. But now as you get to talking to these guys, Dixon Spotter has been with him for like 20-some years. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I get that. And I understand that because that guy's got your life on the line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, your crew chief, to a certain extent, yes. But that guy out there, if he makes a bad call, you could end up in the stands. You could end up on your on your lid. I mean, you, you could end up dead or in the hospital. And, and you know, and, and I think it's more. it happens more in NASCAR than it does in IndyCar, but... uh. You know, a lot of the spotters in NASCAR are ex-cup drivers. Um, I guess it's Xfinity Series now, but it used to be the Bush Series, Nationwide Series, whatever. Uh, you know, they used to run that, or they ran trucks. They're, they're guys that are familiar with these tracks and these cars, and and these guys, you know, it's, <clears throat> they rely on them so much because, they you know, they're constantly feeding them information while they're in the car. Right. Hey, you know, three back, two back. It's kind of like how we do on iRacing when we're spotting for each other. Oh, I'm horrible at it, though. Like, I'd be the worst. And, I, I, and I'm the first person. Oh, no, Daniel's pretty bad at it. Oh, and I, yeah, I, I've told him. I was like, hey, man, just don't say anything. <laughs> and nothing again. I mean, I, I told him. There's people that are a lot better than others. I am horrible. I am absolutely horrendous. I'm like, okay, you got, you got a guy down low. No, 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 he's high, he's high, he's high. And that does nothing because at that point you're swerving. Or you've hit the guy. Right. <laughs> so I'm no good. I'm just better not talking. And if you got a question, ask me. If uh, if I catch if you catch me uh, uh, spotting you on iRacing, that's the best bet to go about it. Now I'm perfect if it comes to that. I can feed you any information you want there. <laughs> so uh, I thought that was. Uh, uh, I mean, but really, a, a spotter anywhere mm -hmm. uh, can really. Uh, I mean, we talk about ways to gain that extra few tents on the track yeah because i mean that the spotter's gonna like say if you're in the lead and i'm running you down and the spotter's gonna be in your ear telling you okay he's running low through three and four high through one and two exactly. this is the line he's running so then you can adjust your line to see if you know you're picking up any time there or vice versa if you're in the lead and i'm in second you know my spotters tell me okay he's running this line Run, run in his tracks and run him down. Mm -hmm. I mean, a spotter just feeds so much information to the driver because, yeah, the driver can sit there and look in his mirror and, and see immediately what's around him. But, you know, you can't see this guy six, seven, ten cars back that's making a run on you. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a, a spotter's a key part. And like we said, you know, most of these guys, they get with that spotter, and, and a lot of them will have the same spotter throughout their whole career. Right, exactly. I mean, it's trust in that, in it that is. aspect. It is. So, um, we keep it rolling here, and the bus moves on to California. Yep. The West Coast Swing. There you go. So uh, uh, last year, Bush put it out there for the win. Um, good chance he could do it again today. I mean, we're not going to spoil any any uh, picks of the week or anything like that yet. But, uh, uh, I mean, he, he's, he knows the track. This is where he caught fire last year because mm-hmm. he had the rough first two races. Um, and I, I do believe he completely swept the race last year. So it took all three stints. And took it to, to victory lane, obviously. So uh, uh, guys are going to have a hard time. But uh, Boyer puts it on the pole. Do you see this? He gets out. And he gets the pole. And he's like, holy, I didn't think I had the car, man. It's like, I can't believe I just put that on the pole. I like him, dude. He seems like he is just uh, – and he's he hasn't really been shown in this uh, uh, mentality or his, his attitude like this, I guess, in the past. Um but man, he just seems like he's just out there having a great time now. So I don't know if he's past that point in his career where he, he's he's fighting with Gordon in the pits, um, and because and, I think people thought of him kind of as one of those pricks of pavement. Um, but man, now it's like everybody's—he's the guy everybody in NASCAR wants to have a beer with. <laughs> like it's, it, it kind of turned and, and switched there. Well, and Boyer, Boyer is a good old boy. You know, he's from down south and a dirt track racer. Yep. Uh, you know, ran a lot of the short track stuff. And um, he's always been that guy that, you know, that they've expected him to do more than where he, what he has. And I think this year's a pivotal year for Boyer. You know, and if he wants to continue running with that Stuart Haas team, he really needs to get up there and, and get some wins and – and secure himself a position in the chase at the end of the season to, you know, maintain that ride. And and I've always liked Boyer. I think I think Clint is one of those guys, like you said, he'd be cool to have a beer with. Right. But at the same time, you cut him off, he's going to tell you. It's like he is a, a no holds barred type guy. But and and Jason McConnell says he's not a polished PR guy. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you got your guy. Jeff Gordon was a polished PR yeah. guy. Jimmy Johnson is a polished PR guy. Er- Kyle Busch Jr. Yeah, that's a great example. Kyle Busch, not a polished PR guy. Dale Sr., not a polished PR guy. Uh to a certain extent, he knew at the end of the day that He's not going to go out there and say anything that Goodrich is going to pull off of him. Well, but at the same time, Dale Sr. would tell you how it was. Not like to the extent Kyle Busch was, or is. Uh, I don't think he'd come out and... I do. You do? Because Dale, Dale Sr. was the was kind of um, he talked the to spokesperson for you know, the, the drivers. He would talk you know, to the if, reporter, I think, though, if, instead if, of just walking away. If Goodyear brought a, a a junk tire to the track, oh, he's gonna tell he would him. get on there. Hey, Goodyear brought us a piece of shit tire. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm with you there. And then you know, after Dale Senior had Tony Stewart, kind of took that role because Stewart would tell you how oh, it and is, and that was like ten times <laughs> heavier. But yet he he also knew too that you know I got to keep my sponsors, but at the same time he would tell you right where where Gordon wasn't going to say that, Jimmy Johnson wasn't going to say that. Um, who's some other guys? Uh, I can't think right now. Um, 
but yeah, I, I get the Carl policy. Edwards. Carl Edwards. I mean, he was he was good. If he had something to say, he's going to say it behind closed doors. Right. And and they're going to take word. They're going to take it. Now I'm not saying they're not listening. They're not. They're not listening to Bush because heck yeah, they are. I would say Chase Elliott is a polished PR guy. I just don't think he has had that opportunity yet to uh, to. I think he's still in his like a shell that he needs. But you look at his dad. And his dad was uh, a good old Southern boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, his dad, when I walked in and I met him, he because I was there for, for Chase with Napa, his dad held the door open for me. I was like, man, it's like I get, like, I work for your sponsor, but you're Bill Elliott, man. I get the right. door for you, dude. <laughs> it's like, seriously, it's not a big deal, man. That's like uh, an elders thing, too. But, it's like, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. But Chase just seems really shy. And he's had those moments where he gets fired up after a race, you know, something, somebody dumps him, uh, where Bush came up through the, the, on the road course and just nailed him because he, he tried to outbreak him. It's like, no, you, you, you didn't work, bud. Not at all there. And, and Chase comes out then, but, and, and that might be a Hendrick thing. Hendrick might keep those guys and say, Hey, you guys, like you're here and I'm going to pay you to be here. But uh, let let's keep this tight. And let's, it could be, it could be. Let's because I can't think of a Hendrick driver. Well, Bush, but you saw how how quick that la- or how uh, long that lasted. Kyle Bush was with uh, Hendrick for what first year or two. Um, and was, it, Bob, was it like three years? Yeah, once he he got that mouth, and Hendrick said, "No, dude, I'm not I'm not dealing with that." So, and you got your your owners, but at the the same respect, he wasn't what he is now. So are you going to put up with him now compared to what he was back then? Well, and I think at that time too, that's when Jimmy Johnson was. You know, he was the man six. in NASCAR. Exactly, yeah, and uh, Kyle and, Kyle was in the five car, and you had Gordon. I don't think Junior was on the team then, but you had Gordon and uh, uh, was it uh, Truex? No, not no. Truex. Uh, oh, it was twenty five. Was it Jason Leffler? No. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of his name. I'm going to look that up because I think he, he drove in the 25 car. Yeah, because you had the 48, the 24, the 5, which Kyle Busch was in. Right, and the 25, I think. Brian Vickers. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> How did you? Where did you pull that from? I had to, I had to think about it. My goodness. That was good. I got to give you that. That was right on. <laughs> that was fantastic. So, uh, yes. And, 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 I mean, Brian Vickers never said a word. No. Not that I can remember. Well, because, uh, I mean, if you're Brian Vickers and you're running for Hendrick. What was Terry which, like? Um, I think, well, Labonte kind of would tell you. Because, like, that time that uh, Earnhardt dumped him in that race, uh, Terry definitely. Sp- I know Bobby. Uh, Bobby's <laughs> Big <difference>. focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Terry, Terry would tell you how it is if he rattled his cage. But you know, for the so most it's like part, Chase. that's time, what I think yeah. Chase is like there. But so, uh, and I really want to see that fire from Chase because I think if if somebody ignites that fire in Chase, I mean, you better watch out. And I agree with because he's got the car. Ch- Chase is uh, kind of just that, you know, shy kid that you know. No, dude, go go out there and put your foot in it, and 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 if you have to bang doors with that guy, bang doors with him. Exactly. I mean, you. You're you're running for Hendrick. You're you know supposed to be the future star of NASCAR. Right, Hendrick's gonna have your back at the end of the day. You, I mean, you, you got to go out there extent. and perform. 
Right, absolutely. And uh uh I mean I'm waiting for it. I'm a I'm a fan. I like Chase, but uh I, I really think that uh he does. He kinda and and when I say this, I'm not saying that I'm gonna be twenty times faster on iRacing, but I think now that I'm getting a little faster, a part of my the reason I'm fifth and sixth in the, the races that I'm running in officials and stuff is because I'm like, okay, this guy's coming up. I'm gonna give him this spot. Because I don't want to get dumped, and I don't want to accidentally dump him. So I'm a little, there's a lot more give than there is to take. And you know, I, but that's a double-edged sword, because for the longest time in racing, when I'd run in these league races and this, that, and the other, I was the same way. You know, if we're coming in, go ahead, dude. I'm not going to try to hold you up. I'm not going to try to, you know, take a chance of me getting dumped. But a lot of times, you know, when I was letting this guy by, here comes somebody and just <laughs> nail me. Right. Or three other guys at that point are right. just floating by. So, so that's when I started telling myself, you know what? You, you got to be a little more aggressive. And if and if you have to put the bumper to somebody, you got to put the bumper to somebody. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be like that. But I've learned by now on iRacing a lot of this stuff, and especially the officials and and league racing some of these leagues man you you got to make moves or you're going to be in the back no oh, yeah absolutely and i'm with you there um so yeah i mean an interesting uh concept spectrum uh again we'll we'll touch on that a little yep. more in the uh i racing segment we'll finish this up harrison burton old uh jeff burton's son and speaking of harrison burton that's what i meant to say last week when we were talking about a lot of the young guys that are in the xfinity series now we're seeing these guys and i kids. said uh john hunter Nemechek. i yep. meant to say harrison burton okay burton's running for that jgr team in xfinity oh, okay i didn't realize that so yeah he's got a he's got a, a stud ride and and there again if you're if you're on that team like that you've seen the guy that come out of the car right Oh, Christopher yeah. Bell. Right. You, so you know the team and the car is perfectly 100%, capable 100%. of winning races. <laughs> You're going to have to do it. Yep, I completely agree with you there. So, uh, um, like I said, Harrison, Harrison Burton, Jeff Burton's son. And that's interesting, too. Like I just said there is we're seeing a lot of these guys that ran when I was growing up, mm -hmm. uh, when you were grown up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the uh, uh, Their kids are coming into play now. You, you you mentioned Nemechek. You got Burton. You've got uh, uh, Earnhardt. I know that's a uh, that's a nephew of Dale. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Thank yep. you. Um, and then you, uh, you got uh, Chase. Ch yeah. Duh. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and th I mean, there's loads more mm -hmm. that I can think of. And then uh, it's just an interesting. So maybe some of these guys are gonna start to that back to that mentality. Because you look at these guys' dads, Jeff Burton, not a guy you wanted to see in your rearview mirror. Oh, no. Jeff Burton was a hell of <laughs> yeah, a driver. hell of a racer. And, if his, and if his uncle's teaching him anything, you better look out. If Ward. Ward. If Ward. Ward. <laughs> you know, that was so funny. You know, when you get Jeff and Ward Burton in there and they'd be doing an interview and Jeff talks just fine. And then Ward. Oh, it blows my I, I asked Dad. I was, like, I was like, man, is he from the deep south somewhere? Oh, yeah, man. Where is it? It's uh, he's from um, aren't they from like Virginia or something? Okay, yeah, I, I man, it just it blew my mind. I could be wrong on that, but I was thinking Virginia. I think Bob and Tom even do a, a little skit on that, like Ward Burton after a race, and he they're talking about that, and uh, uh, he, you just can't understand any of it. I just like dang my my, uh, you hear caterpillar, 
Yeah. And then Ford in the middle of it. <laughs> and then, and, and well, just, well, what, what happened today, Ward? Well, here, here's what happened. We come out of turn four and we burnt the tars off of it. <laughs> then we come in and did a pit stop and had a dead battery. And uh, <laughs> right, absolutely. And, and uh, like Leo said, Logano with the uh, the Xfinity cars, and, and he's got a point. Uh, and I mean, that's you your do. feeder series. You do. If not, you're stuck in uh, 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 AAA, double A baseball per se uh, for the, your your career, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, guys can make a career, yeah, you out, can of make career out of it. But I think everybody that's running those cars, your end goal is to be up in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you want to run with the big guys. You want to run with that. Or it's uh, your that's where you're ending. It's it's one of the two because I mean I don't know if they do that necessarily anymore, but they used to do that back in the day. Like uh, you saw uh, Dale Jarrett, I think he would go run a few Xfinity races as he got older. Uh, Junior Mark Martin, there you go, perfect. Mark Martin Junior is going to run a few Xfinity mm-hmm. races this year. So yeah, they I mean he he will do that. So uh, good morning, Dan DeLion. And I think a lot of times you know on. Um Certain tracks, <clears throat> when these guys would run the Xfinity and run the Cup cars, you know it, it it's going to help them. They're, you know they're getting out there and they're getting track time, so that way come Sunday when they run the Cup cars, hey, you know yesterday we ran the Xfinity race, you know this far into the run the car and the track start doing this, so we need to make these adjustments to the Cup car. So it's given them more knowledge to be able to relate to their crew chief and everything like that and hopefully have a better run on Sunday. Right. But at the same time, it, it kind of – I never really liked it how the Cup guys could come down and run the Xfinity Series just because – You're taking away from them. You are. You, you got these guys, you know, that are trying to break their way into the Cup Series and get these wins and run for a championship. And, and I mean, when a Cup guy comes down to the, to the Xfinity Series, he should go out there and dominate. You know, just like when Kyle runs the trucks, he should go out there and dominate. And speaking of the trucks. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Okay. Right. <laughs> but w- with that, though, I think the Cup and Xfinity cars are a lot closer together. Where the trucks, I think that's a whole n- another beast in-, in my mind. I could be 100% wrong, though. Uh, but I, I think because we do see a lot of these guys, they stick in trucks. That's what they want to do. They want to run trucks. That is their end goal. Uh, if they move up to Xfinity, though, that's when, okay, this we're going to watch this guy, see if he can move. Now. There's some guys that move from truck to NASCAR. They they skip that that Xfinity. Not many, not many, but uh, they, they do. They make that jump there. And so I, I don't, I, it makes me wonder how much of, of that is a similar in, in what I guess what you could do in that state is when those trucks are running different courses like here. So when they're at ISM, allow him to run that because you're not getting any extra practice on the oval. IMS? No, ISM. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, is, is that not what it's called? Well, you said here. Or Lucas you said Oil. I... I'm sorry, Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil, okay. Uh, uh, IRP. Is that what IRP. It is? Yeah. So uh, um, I was like, uh, if they're running there, because I think, or no, they run the trucks at Eldora. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go run the trucks at Eldora. And then you can come here. It, it makes you're not gaining any advantage. You're not getting on the the road course because I don't think the trucks are on the road course. I think that's strictly Xfinity. Mm-hmm. So you're not gaining anything. You're having a great time out on the dirt with those trucks, and that's all. And it is fun to watch them. So in, in a case like Vegas, 
where they're at, and I think they did run the actual track, but if they're on that short track, like we were watching the K and N for yep. a minute, if, if you're running a different car, that's where I think that you can actually say, okay, or if you're running a different track, I think then you, if anything, you could be hurting yourself. Cause at that point, cause I know even when I switch the other day, I'm running formula threes, uh, on uh, Watkins Glen or something. And I switched to the BMWs and I didn't realize it, but the track changed and there's a different chicane in there. Something like that. Oh, boom. I went smoking through it, man. And, I mean, just that small little change could really kind of almost throw you off. Not Maybe not so much, obviously, with a professional driver. but And, you know, and going back and talking about the truck series, I mean, uh, we can look at one driver in particular just in the past year, past two years, uh, Ross Chastain. Yeah. You know, last year he had a hell of a season in the trucks. Got got several wins. Uh, and he contended for the the championship, and um, you know now he's got a he's he's secured a ride in the Xfinity series. Mm-hmm. So now he's running Xfinity, and now with Ryan Newman out, they called him up to drive the six car for Roush Fenway. So you know that that's that's the story that that NASCAR is designed to do. That that's what the trucks Xfinity Cup. It's designed for you to make those steps. Right, it's a it's a feeder series. Right, and it even starts before then, you know, ARCA, K&N, and going back to Haley Deegan. You right. know, I, I really admire, you know, her 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 and her dad and, and whoever else they're working with, the decisions they've made in her career. You know, I, I'm sure that somebody would throw a sponsorship deal together enough to put her right in Xfinity or put her right in Cup. Right. But she's not doing that. You know, she ran the K&N cars. She ran, now she's running the ARCA cars. She's going to run a few truck races this year, too. And then probably next year be in the trucks full time. But she's doing the right process. She's she's learning these different tracks. She's learning these different cars. She's learning how to relay to her crew chief, hey, you know, the car's doing this. We need to make an adjustment here for this. Right. And and that's just gonna make her that much better when she gets to the to the top level or the next level or wherever she ends up. I think she will end up in Cup. I, I think she has that much talent and that much potential. I agree, absolutely. I, I I can see Haley going very far in her racing career and and being very successful. Yep, I I would a hundred percent agree. I mean, we talked about that before. Um, cup guys back in the late models that would that that, that, was, that was always exciting yeah absolutely i completely agree weren't they were the irox late models no that they, was a completely different no, yeah okay. irox was uh no they would I, I believe what leo was talking about is they would do a like a celebrity late model race at eldora right they'd have some cup guys uh they had nhra guys like ron caps and cruz pedricon these guys have never been on a dirt track <laughs> in their <sweet>. life <laughs> But they would learn, and Ron Caps became a big fan of going over there and running. He liked it, and uh, and wasn't bad. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Leo. I, I want to see that again. And, and you know, you get the trucks at Eldora now, and you get some guys, but but not like how that late model race used to be. I, I want to see him get back to that. I'm with you there. Yeah, that would be cool. And uh, yeah, that's what we were talking about as well, uh, Mr. Rooster. Yes, is, uh, she's running some yeah, Insta Insta, stuff too. And I'm excited to see that because that's what we said. I mean, if anything, that's just going to make her an overall uh, better driver. I mean, you can go out there at that point. She can run dirt. She can run an oval. She can run a road course. 
So in the cup cars, who's going to win the Watkins Glen? She's going to pave her way. Kaboom. Yep. She's going to pave her way each season yeah. through a road course. If, if, if that's how you have to do it, NASCAR has allowed you to do that. And speaking of which, kind of benefits, Ryan Newman says, I'm going to make it back this year. Yes. I'm going to win a race. Yep. I'm going to get in the playoffs. Yep. So I don't know how long it's going to take me. But I love his spirit right now, dude. He's ready to get back in the yeah, season. Yeah, but you know, give it a try. You, you, right you won't now, until. right now, Ryan, you just need to work on, you know, oh, making he's out sure there you're fishing. healthy. And... That's what I, I like too. It seems like he is. He's laying back. <clears throat> um, but I think at the same time, you can't step away from it for too long. You have to get yourself kind oh, yeah. of back into it, or that mind frame. The farther, the longer you go, you lose that confidence. Not only that, but the more that's on your mind, that wreck gets on your mind. You're mm -hmm. thinking about that. You're out there fishing. How many times do you think he replayed that in his head? Probably every time he cast. Anytime he heard a, a click. Or maybe not. Maybe he's out there fishing to right. get that out of his mind. And you're right. You're, but that's something I don't think I would be able to. I agree with you. But uh, going back to Haley Deegan. So you, I believe you posted it the other day on Facebook. Talking, They was talking to Kevin Harvick about Haley Deegan. So Harvick's saying look out for Haley Deegan in 2024. Right. And Harvick's saying, you know, he's probably done in 2023. Exactly. So, and Haley's running for Ford now. So I think they're implying that she's going to step into that four car. And and I can really see her running for Stuart Haas. I mean, Tony gave Danica a ride and Danica was at Stuart Haas. Um, I Hey, that would be a great ride for her to get in, a great team for her to be with. Because, I mean, when you when you think of Ford and you think on the level of Cup, there's really only two teams, Ford teams, that I, I, I would say that have a legit shot at going out winning week in, week out. Stuart being one of them. Stuart Haas and Penske. Yep. And, and not knocking Roush. I mean, you know, Roush has been around Cup for a long time. But they're not the team they used to be. Right now in Ford, it's Penske and it's Stuart Haas. That's your two dominant Ford teams in the Cup cars. And I mean, that's uh, um, Stuart. What a better! I, I really think that really fits her style too. It seems like guys that go there, uh, the the drivers that go there, they almost like Clint Boyer being one of them. It seems like after he made that move, he's just a little more laid back. He's having more fun. Harvick, look at Harvick when he made that move. Look at he looks uh, like he's just having more fun now. Look even at though Eric Amarola. <laughs> I mean, he don't get the results that, that he should. I mean, that guy has the worst luck. <laughs> he, I, I, you know, I hate to see it because he'll be up there running up front, having a good run, and something dumb just happens. Right. But uh, you know, he he's up battling up front a lot more than he ever did when he ran for Petty. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So. Um, you know, it, it makes me wonder that w with Harvick coming out and saying that, that this whole Ford deal, that that wasn't already the plan when Ford approached her. Right. And I think in their, in their head, they're, they're all thinking that because somebody even commented, and I don't know who it was exactly, but he said, well, that would fit in just like, I think it was Bell with uh, two years in trucks two years in Xfinity, and then boom, you're making your move. So this could be your first year, second year next, and then two more years, and then boom, you're, you're making that move. If you show glimpses, I mean, 
I don't think you have to with Haley Deegan. I don't think you have to go out there and win every week. No, you you have this. I mean, people understand you're driving a lot more than a lot of other people. I mean, you're out there. You're doing four series, five series. That weighs on you. So I would hope she steps back and kind of like gets her focus because right now maybe the, the put the trucks aside, the the dirt trucks. Maybe you hang that up for a bit, but at the same time, you don't want again. You don't want to step out of it because then you might lose that that little uh, niche, if you will, that you had there, and, and that can help you. I mean, we we've seen it; it can help you in the, the asphalt side. So, and then we were talking before the show that uh, Ford sent Haley a, a GT three fifty, a brand new GT three fifty. I'm hear, not a Ford guy, but that car sounded good. Her dad, like, why couldn't yeah, her they just give like, her something? I was safe hoping, with I was hoping they would send her a Raptor or a truck or <laughs> something. <a> roll cage, <laughs> right? He's like, I was hoping to have like a roll cage like her her race car does. He goes because her driving's sketchy on the I'm road. Like, yeah, exactly. And and a and a race car, her driving's not sketchy, but. <laughs> So she gets in this car and fires it up. Did you see her coming through the turn and ripping the e-brake yeah, yeah. and slinging it around? Ford's and, going. And it's a stick shift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they left it in gear. Who parks yeah. it and leaves yeah. it in gear? That's what I do with my Jeep because it doesn't have an e-brake anymore, a parking brake, I should say. That's. Uh... But, yeah, that was cool. I mean, 18 years old and Ford sending you a brand-new GT350. Sweet ride. <laughs> All right. Right, exactly. <laughs> That that truck that they that trailer that he brought it in was huge. Yeah. And that's what uh Brian's saying. He's like, I don't know if they know we live on a dirt road. <laughs> and it's a and white they do. I it's mean a it's white straight Mustang. back to dirt road. <laughs> but uh if you ever watch uh they have uh, the Deegans on Facebook. Right. Haley's two younger brothers because uh they have like four or five dirt tracks out back, like uh motocross dirt tracks. Mm-hmm. Dude, her brothers are out there ripping up the tracks oh, yeah, all absolutely. the time. So that's what I'm saying. Watch out for her brothers. They're going to be the next stars in motocross. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're going to have – Brian's going to have a daughter that's going to be a star in NASCAR, and then you're going to have two sons that's going to be stars in motocross. Well, but she can do the same thing. She's out there teaching those boys how to how to do some of those moves. So, I mean, she got her start like that. I don't know if she ever ran motocross. I know she ran the trucks. Well, I mean, she's she's out back, and she's I, I was show, uh, watching a video. She's showing uh, the older of the two boys how to mm-hmm. do a heel click. And it's like, man, I don't – first of all, your sponsors might not want to see that. But, I mean, she was younger back then. Uh, so, I mean, that's but, what her dad did. Exactly. So, I mean, you know she grew up having fun at least doing that stuff. So she knows somewhat. And she's teaching them, like, how to do some of the stuff. So she does at least have the the knowledge because that's completely different than a truck. How cool would that be to come home every day and just have this big old playground out in your backyard? <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, there would never be a dull moment. <laughs> that's what uh, Mr. Hal Dane saying. He can ride just as good there. Tammy, hello. She's coming in. Oh, that's my cousin. That's cousin, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning, Brad. How dang. So uh uh on so we said he got the pole there. Uh then we we'll we'll talk about it now. Um whoops. We'll talk about it now is uh uh somebody put out a bounty. Well Kevin yep. Harvey puts out a bounty. Yep. Says any cup driver that can come in here and, and beat him in a truck, hundred grand. Kyle Bush. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Kyle, yeah, I said him, yeah. Um, but uh, 100 grand, it's yours. We talked about that last week. And Chase said, I'm your Huckleberry. Exactly, this week, and Larson. And, oh! Did you see this? 
So they're running for the same team four out of the next five races that he's running. They're going to run. So they're not running on a team together because when I posted that link, I got excited because they, they didn't say like they were running separate or anything like that. It was they're going to run on a team together. And I was like, oh, this is a preview. This is what we're going to see next year in Cup is Larson with uh, Chase here. The 48 and the, the 9 going at it here. So uh, uh, kind of uh, an interesting thing. So uh, um, Chase is going to run Atlanta and Kansas. Yep. And then Larson's going to run that truck at Homestead in Miami. So, uh, uh, or Homestead Miami, I guess that's. So yeah. uh, the, the three out of the next five races, they're going to uh, go after it there. So uh, uh, interesting to watch there. I think one of them's going to get it done. Uh, and Larson comes out. And after Bush wins that truck series, drops a couple of cherries, and or, or uh, Harvick came out to him and he was was uh, you know talking a little little smack to him. Didn't understand like what he was doing. He was like, "Oh no, that's me congratulating him because that's what people do to me when I win dirt races." <laughs> so <laughs> adding that little cherry on top there, uh, Larson kind of he's one of those guys too and. Uh, I, I'm not going to go back to the PR and everything, but he's one of those guys that really doesn't talk on camera too much. So for not him to for him to come out and and say that it's like that's all those NASCAR. Because he even said that's all those NASCAR fans that want to give me crap for winning dirt races. <laughs> so uh, I I thought that was awesome right there. He's throwing it out there, and for for all those dirt guys that that want your fair share, there's a a, a dirt uh, a podcaster on Facebook that I've seen. And he just talks all types of crap to Larson. He's like, man, this is Larson is uh, a heck of a, a, a spokesman for dirt. I mean, he is getting that. That's really moving the ball for dirt. It really is. And people are starting to watch him it. and Christopher Bell both. Exactly. I mean, people are start, uh, in the midgets. I mean, you start somewhere, you go to those, and then they're gonna like, okay, well, I'm gonna check out these pros because these midgets are pretty cool on the the dirt. So they're, it's just gonna open that, and then they're gonna be watching Kenny Wallace. I go in there and wow, 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 wow. And that was just qualifying. Calm down. Calm and, you down. know, uh, speaking of Kenny Wallace, you know, Ken Schrader still races and runs on dirt and stuff. <laughs> really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So, I mean, in, uh, we've talked about it here. It's just, it's fun. I mean, we race it on iRacing. I've never mm -hmm. been on a track, obviously, but uh, there's a lot more wheeling to it. It's, a lot, it's a lot more throttle to it. It's sprint races compared to, I'm not going to say NASCAR is an endurance race by any means. But, uh, I mean, th these are quick 10, 12 lap heats. And then you're going out for a little longer uh, thing, but you're, you're getting out of the car. You're moving around. You're not in that car for three hours. So it's, it's a little easier for these, these guys like Ken Trader and those mm -hmm. guys to, to go out there and have a good time. And at this point, they've made their money and they can afford this to the point where, because uh, like, like we said, I mean, last place in a NASCAR race is going to, fund your your dirt racing yeah it's probably last place in a nascar race is probably more than i make a year <laughs> exactly it's going to fund your dirt racing for the year there so uh um th that's true too uh, stewart he, he has always been a, a big proponent and i think with stewart out of nascar now and him on the back end eldora will have a cup race there i do believe that because he is pushing hard for that well, I mean, they already have the truck race there. Oh, I'm saying a, a cup race. I, I, you know, I would like to see like Larson, Boyer, Bell test it. Some of them guys run the truck race over there, right? I, I mean, I they're see. they're dirt guys that can sling it, 
And look I'm, at NASCAR roots. <laughs> and Eldor is one of my favorite tracks on iRacing to run on dirt. I, I know, hate it's it. Big and fast. <laughs> I and, hate it. Oh, I love Eldor. <laughs> it's fun to watch a race, but man, I can't. I can't drive it. But you know, I'm it not gets one of those me. guys that can go around the top of the thing without going kapow. <laughs> it gets me like, and you don't realize it in iRacing because it, it doesn't seem like Eldora has that much of a banking in iRacing. But if you go to the actual track, I remember the first time I ever went there, it's when uh, Dad and I were working for uh, Jimmy White on the midget when we had Rich Vogler, or not Rich Vogler, uh, Johnny Parsons Jr. driving for us. We pull up to Eldora and I'm like, where's track at? you see this fence i'm like where's track <laughs> so we get out of the truck walk up to the fence you look down oh there's a the track <laughs> that's it and then when you go out on the track and you start walking up it you can almost touch your nose on the track oh, as wow. you're walking up there's that much banking <laughs> nice it's like a bowl nice that's uh i i always love watching uh like at bristol when they were working on it putting the dirt down you could just see all those workers and i can't imagine doing an eight-hour shift putting dirt down at bristol oh yeah oh my but that God. was such oh, a great race dude your legs would be just on fire that's such a great <laughs> your race. back would hurt i mean you're standing in some weird positions <laughs> and it you know going to a dirt track I, I don't know if they still do it but i know when we were traveling and, and doing the dirt races with the midget uh you would see guys you'd see all these guys going out there on the track pulling a, a flathead screwdriver out of their back pocket and sticking it in the track just to see like you the, know what they were doing they were they were seeing how far the tack was going down how far the moisture was going down sure. in the track so they'd stick that down when they there pull it out they'd see it on they the, would they would you know see how much like mud was sticking to the screwdriver mm -hmm. they knew how far the moisture was i'm with you yeah that so makes then sense. they knew what tighter to run okay <laughs> a little compact they probably don't let you do that anymore i have no idea oh, i'm sure they do i'm 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 sure probably now they got some kind of electronic gizmo that you can <laughs> stick down there and it'll tell you. But yeah, it used to be a screwdriver. Just stick a screwdriver down there. And <laughs> that there technology right yep. there at its finest. Um, so that pretty much uh, wraps it up for NASCAR. Yeah, it does. Bag it, tag it. We got we had a lot of talk about NASCAR. That was it was, it, and I think uh, with this rookie class in there, they're they're pushing the competition a little this this season, and we're seeing it so far. I think the the last two races have been pretty good. I'm not going to say they were fantastic. No. But it's it's better than the and let's not judge Daytona, but I guess Vegas was better than Vegas last year. Yeah. So And and you got to think it's you know right now is a, a great time for racing in in all series actually because we we saw the rookie class that was IndyCar last year. And now look at the rookie class that's in NASCAR this year. <laughs> I mean, so so they still do track walks and screwdrivers work perfect. <laughs> yeah. See? That's awesome. See? Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh um we'll move on over. You know, uh what's what's one of the best sounds in in your mind in a in a race car right now? What what right now? Yeah. What uh, race car? Main main uh out of the main three, which one do you like the best? I'd probably have to say F1 car. Thank you. You did that perfect. And you know what? Sounds fantastic right now. This room, because of Oralex, all this fantastic acoustic treatment around the room. Big thanks you to them. You can see it right there above the sun. Over at Oralex here. And you can see it on the wall right there. Right here is nice. Hey. It's thick. I know where that sign comes from. Do. <laughs> it's thick. Uh, it's, uh, I believe, one inch thick here and uh, fireproof. 
So uh, if it goes up, I, I had some cheap Amazon stuff, and uh, that was more of a uh, igniter. Right. This is flame <laughs> retardant. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, uh, really quality. Uh, and we got the Pro Max 2s over there. I love those things. They're, they're trans, they they stand up on a mic stand, and, uh, man, they're just perfect. Hard backing. Them. Yep, hard backing. They got the, uh, the that's a two-inch thick. Uh, pad on that so uh i mean if you're you're in a band or you know uh if you want your race room right just to sound on it because i'll tell you what when, when i installed this and i'm not gonna we won't stick on it for too long but when i installed this you came in you could hear a difference oh you can you're a music guy so not a big deal to me my wife comes in <laughs> she has not an ear for anything but the kids and she walks in she's like wow it sounds different in here. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, just I mean, like before, that. Before, you can. And you, you used to be able to hear an echo. <laughs> oh, yeah, now absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> so, uh, just a big shout out to them. They're on board with us all year long. So, uh, check them out, Oralex, and uh, make sure to tell Good them. Good morning, Kyle. And the boys over at uh, Checkers and Records and BW Sports One sent you there. So, uh, leads us into the finest sound in motorsports. <laughs> it's just that much better than an IndyCar. I can't get that today. high pitch. No. Yeah, I can't do that either. I mean, they just th those those in those engines just sound like they're pissed. <laughs> I was running, and it was even better when they were V12s. That's oh yeah, but uh, I was running the uh, FW31. You came in, you saw that video, and I just love that sound on that. It's just and can you believe they're getting that sound out of a four cylinder engine? That was a four cylinder. I thought I, that was I, a V6. Is it a V6? I thought that one was, but still. I mean, to get that power out of an Indy car is a four-cylinder. Yes. So, I mean, to get that power out of that, yeah, absolutely. Just phenomenal. Uh, I, I'm glad there's a lot of people smarter than me out there because if not, we wouldn't have racing, that's for sure. Um, Ferrari and uh, FIA come to a settlement on the 2019 engine, and they're not saying anything. So, you know what that tells me? People were wrong. Ferrari was in the right. And they're not going to even say what they uh, uh, were looking into at this point because it was it was not uh, against any rules, regulations like that. So you don't want to give the competitor a, a hand up because that Ferrari power has been uh, seen and proven to be a little more powerful, especially in the straights, mm -hmm. uh, than than everybody else there. So. Okay, so here's the specs on the current Formula One engine. I saw your. I was wondering what happened there. <laughs> Formula One currently uses a 1.6 liter four-stroke turbocharged 90 degree V6. They were introduced in 2014 and have been modified over the past seasons. So the power of Formula One engine produced is generated by operating at a very high rotation speed. 15,000 RPMs. What these engines are wrapping up that's for not... a v6 that's <laughs> that's crazy oh yeah absolutely that well that's that it kind of explains why they can uh, go they scream. Racing, uh refuel no refueling <laughs> you get some good gas mileage out of that thing too being a little tinier than a, a v uh or what's because heck nascar's running a three 350 or, or i know that's probably even just a little bit bigger <laughs> right exactly so uh uh just phenomenal technology there so uh interesting bit there ferrari uh comes off and uh vettel shows some speed yep uh but f1 comes out and says hey we just gotta get this out there uh italy's in this middle of the coronavirus right now 
we will run Melbourne without Ferrari if uh, if if it comes to it. So we're going to see a lot of things come to fruition with this uh, this illness and especially Formula One due to them traveling. Uh, and now if it comes here in a in a high manner, you're going to see it in NASCAR. But like F1, you got to think F1 is driven so much by sponsors. These guys are not going to meet with anybody. You are not going to see an F1 driver this year right. because at that point they don't want you coughing. They don't need. They, they can't have that because it's a two week quarantine. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're missing races. And if, if you're Ferrari, you can't miss a race. You're in a detrimental time right now, uh, especially if you're Benito, Benotto. I, I think Benito. Um, I would think your your butt is to the flames right now. Yeah, I mean it. it and the thing about it is, you know, some people are probably saying, well. If you can't go to that country because of the coronavirus, why not, you know, pick a different track to race at? It's not that easy for F1. No, oh, no. I that mean, means- you have so much equipment to move. Your tickets are already sold. Right. Well in advance. Today. Right. I mean, because you could sit here and say, okay, well, they could come run Coda, and then they could run Laguna Seca, or they could run Road America. But, you know, these these... I know what they're going to say. These tracks aren't sanctioned to run the FIA. I understand that, but you know, you, you got to get races in, but you got to make sure the teams, the fans, everything stays safe. That's a big thing. You can't go to a track that these guys haven't tested at and they're not a hundred percent familiar with right. and then have them. Okay. Go 200 miles an hour, please. <laughs> like no. Now you could bring them back to Indy. I mean, well, no, cause they haven't been here. None of the guys have uh, been. A few have. I mean, Lewis has. Ha- okay, yeah, he has. And then uh, uh, Kimi. Uh, Kimi and then uh, uh, Kubica. Yep, Kubica. Kubica is a, uh, what do they call those drivers, a uh, reserve? Yep. And he's for Alfa Romeo. He sets the fast time in the fourth day of and practice. And he's a reserve driver. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi is going, <gasps> uh-oh. <laughs> you talk about somebody's butt to if the If it flame. was me. You're Giovinazzi lucky he's old. would be out. Kibitza would be in for a year. You might do that as a as a uh, your Giovinazzi is going to be your your backup, your your reserve man. But Kibitza really shown he can still wheel that thing. Uh, and uh, uh, McLaren or not McLaren, I'm sorry, Williams comes out uh, talking about Kibitza and really says last year we had to just test like that was a year for testing for us. We got our car completely wrong, so we couldn't invest in a, a new car at that point. So we are testing for, for this year. So that, I think we're seeing that, but Mercedes is having a little bit of problems with their power unit right now, and they're using Mercedes power. So reliability is not necessarily there. And we've seen this before with Mercedes. I think last year in practice, uh, they came out, their power unit wasn't 100% reliable. We saw some problems with it uh, during practice there. But uh, uh just uh, both uh, Williams and Mercedes. I don't think Racing Point had a uh, uh, an issue. I don't believe they did either. With a power unit, but they are using Mercedes power as well. But speaking of Racing Point, and we talked about it on the show last week, how we say that Racing Point is running last year's Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Did you see the picture this week? They put a picture up. Oh, and it's dead and on. It was half, yeah. half the Mercedes <laughs> yeah. and half the Racing Point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's exact same. There's like I said, there's I mean, there's little the, yeah. minute differences, 
but not that much. That, exactly. They're running last year's Mercedes. I'm telling you they are. And, and they're saying with the new regulations and everything like that, you're going to see a lot more of the buying of, of older cars like that from these top teams, which it's not a bad not a bad model. You just better hope that. Well, next year it's going to change because these cars. Right, won't but be... I'm saying so. But still, so like McLaren has said, even like the top three teams still have an advantage for the next five years. I think what you what we'll end up seeing in F1 is kind of like how IndyCar used to be in the past. You know, remember when Penske made his own cars, made his own chassis. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with you. And then you had like uh, the Bentonhausens and uh, who else would buy the previous year Penske chassis and run it because it was still competitive. Right. I think you're going to see a lot of teams start doing this, and I, I think you're going to you're going to see maybe three chassis manufacturers in F1. You're going to definitely Ferrari's always going to maintain their own chassis. Uh, If Mercedes stays in, which is still a question right now, if they stay in, I'd say that would be one of the chassis manufacturers and possibly McLaren. And then all your other teams would just buy their chassis from them. I mean, because you already have these teams that are running, you know, the power plants, you know, Ferrari's has two other teams running Ferrari engines, I believe. Mercedes has two other teams running Mercedes power. Uh, you got Renault has, uh, I think, at least one more team besides them running Renault Power. So, you know, you're you're already getting your power plants from these teams, so why not chassis too? Right. No, exactly. So uh, now is Delar is not involved with the new car, are they? I don't think so. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were, but you, you could be very right there. So uh, They might design some parts on it. I, I, I could be wrong on that. I, I don't know who's... Like I said, you know, it's going to be hard to say, tell Ferrari, look, you can't, you can't design a chassis anymore. Right. Because that's just been, that's always been F1. They still have their power unit because that's still a Ferrari power unit. But still though, F1 has always been about these teams building the car from ground up. Williams. I mean, look at that. I believe they, they he bought he built his own chassis. I mean, he had some terrible yes. ones. That round wing, it looked like a twist up toy. <laughs> that was just absolutely horrendous. But uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, just shows you. But I mean, with that comes innovation through technology like that. That's what it we're does. seeing, uh, like the DOS stuff like that. You're not going to have that uh, in the new regulations. Oh no! If one already said it's done. Well, I'm saying this like year. those innovations like that. They're going to come, but they're going to be fewer and farther between because these teams aren't going to be com- competing to get the latest bit of technology on their car. Well, and now, you know, because you see throughout the year, these teams update the chassis, you know, whether it be they introduce a new front wing, wing right? Exactly. A, a new rear wing, a new this, you know, next year, these, these caps come in and teams are only allowed to spend X amount of dollars for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see a lot more of these teams like say, um, Mercedes, Racing Point, and Williams, they could all team up, throw that, all that money in a pot, say, all right, now our budget went from this to this. Right. But that's for all three of us. So that might give them a little bit more money for development. Exactly. Right. It gives Mercedes more money because they're getting from the other guys, and it gives those other guys more money because they're pulling from Mercedes. Then. Right. 
So, and I, I'm with you there. That makes sense, and I could see where that would be a uh, a solid way to to go about and do that there. So, uh, uh, I, I like that that outlook of it. I, I do, but I, I think uh, uh, just really, like I said, though, with those uh, that technology advances, they're going to be a little fewer and farther between with the new regulations and stuff. Yep. And they did some testing uh, this past week. They did. Who uh who was on top? Overall fastest was Valtteri Botas, just barely edging out Verstappen. And I think right there, I th- I'm gonna say we're gonna have a three way shootout, and it may come down to the final race of the season between Verstappen, Botas, and Leclerc. I think Hamilton, he's he's had a little too much success, if you will. AJ even agrees. <laughs> He's shaking, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think uh, he he maybe he needs a losing season to to get another one. I think, and and he might be right there with him. But I think we're gonna see a uh, just an absolutely competitive year this year. Verstappen's gonna go for gold this year. Well, and we've seen it last year. Botas definitely had the speed, and and he was you know in the hunt in a lot of these races, and he's hungry. Yep. I'm I'm gonna say early on right now and throw it out there, Botas may be your F1 champion this year. I that's that is I, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Like uh, it's really I think he wants it. I absolutely he wants it bad. But at the same respect, the one person, the, the, all three of those guys want it. I think Leclerc wants it the least right now, just because he's the youngest. He hasn't been in there and he knows like what it takes. Verstappen, on the other hand, is thinking to himself, I'm a driver. I know this. We got new regulations coming next year, though. I don't know where I'm going to be. I might not be here at Red Bull. I might be at Racing Point next year. I mean, it, it, I doubt it. I doubt it, too. But but, but I understand I, what you're saying. He He's going to go for gold this year, I think. And well, Go ahead. I, I don't, you know, on the Leclerc deal, I don't think Ferrari's there yet. And, and I don't, that's I don't why think I was, that exactly. car is ready to compete for a championship Mentally, yet. he's going to have problems with that, too, because he's going to get up, he's going to get frustrated. We're going to see that same kind of uh, Verstappen attitude like we saw last year. And and speaking of that, I think that's what's going to hinder Verstappen. He, he, Verstappen's not that driver that's calm, cool, and collected. I've seen him get in situations and get flustered. And that could be his demise on a championship this year. And, and you are correct. Where that's where you see Botas is he's going to sit back and he knows like, hey, if this guy's if this guy's going to try to make that move, I'm going to hold back because he's going to nail him, and I'm going to pass both of these guys. But Botas reminds me a lot of um, Mika Hakkinen. That's a, I, I like. Yeah, you know, because very they, technical. Well, and they always call Mika the Ice Man. Mm-hmm. And that's how Botas. Now he made the mistake in uh, what was that last year where he hit know. the wall? Was that Spain? He had a rough year last year with all the pressure on him with the re-signing with Mercedes. And I think that's what it was. Was he's worried about getting re-signed because after he got re-signed, he got back on that track. He and was yep, smooth as silk and and fast. Mm-hmm. I I think you really need to watch out for Valtteri this year. If I'm him this year too, I mean, I get to a certain extent they're signing your paychecks and stuff like that. But at the end of the year, if you win the title, if you disregard team orders to win the title over him, if Mercedes fires you, you have a seat anywhere. And that's why I was just going to lead into because, you know, it's still in speculation if Mercedes even be around next year. Right. Absolutely. 
So I think Valtteri needs to go out, win that championship, exactly. win as many races as you can, and then your worth's going to go. Oh, 100%. You know, hey, and then you Vettel just gotta... can be out at Ferrari. Let's pick up Valtteri. Right. You just got to explain to your, your next boss, like, hey, I ain't going to do that again. Here's, I mean, you see the situation that I was. You're an F1 guy, and and you really got to sit down with that guy and say, "Hey, I'm a team player," but I mean, that was the situation last year, and uh, I wanted to be on your team, so I had to show you something. That's, I mean, that's the way I would kind of approach that, and uh, uh, go after that one there. So, <clears throat> excuse me, an interesting um, uh, outlook on that, and like I said, uh, Kubica throwing it down with the Alfa Romeo car. Uh, day four, but overall, Botas getting it done. Um, Mercedes even coming out, and obviously, they're gonna try to, uh, it's they're gonna stir up, they're gonna pour gas on their own fire as they're coming out and saying, Oh, yeah, we're worried about the, the power unit. No, you're not. You're back there throwing money at it, and you're gonna have it ready. It's gonna be reliable. It might not be the fastest. We, I don't think Mercedes has ever had the, the fastest power unit out there. No, but where 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 they didn't have the the top end speed, they had the technology, they had the on handling, the, right, or the the chassis. The I mean, they I had mean, that. The the Mercedes last year where the Ferrari struggled is where the Mercedes excelled. Absolutely, oh yeah. Mercedes didn't have the straightaway speed that the Ferrari did, but they could bring it into the turns so much harder, and, and they could gone. carry the speed through the turns where the Ferrari couldn't. Absolutely, yep. So, uh, and, and I mean, that obviously that right there is what played into Mercedes taking that uh, constructor's title. And that really wraps her up for uh, F1 is uh, we are, like, like I said, three weeks away in the, in the eyes are on uh, FIA to see what they're going to do with the, uh, the sickness going on and everything like that. It'll be an interesting year for Formula One. Not the year if uh, anything happens, like, because we've already seen China postponed. So not the the final year of the uh, the uh, the old time regulations and rules, if you will, that you want to see. But I mean, and yeah. I hope it really doesn't hinder it. I mean, with this with this being the last year under these rules, I want to see a great racing season. Absolutely, yep, I completely agree with you there, and I think we are uh, primed and and ready to go for that. So uh, uh, hopefully, we are able to see that. Uh, uh, real quick, Drive to Survive Season 2, it's out, and it was fantastic. I'm not going to give anything away. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. It uh, just a uh, really good documentary. They uh, they did a fantastic job with that. Nailed that one out just like the uh, the first season there. So, um, But this season has all teams in it, correct? Uh, yes, it does. Yeah, so they're talking to Ferrari. They're talking to Mercedes. They are, are chatting it up. With uh, every now, obviously, your Mercedes, your Ferrari guys, they weren't bothering them as much as uh, Haas and stuff like that because they're following Haas quite a bit. And just I'll leave it at this: is it really makes me question why Haas re-signed their drivers after last year? So if not dropping them both, why they kept or not dropping them both? Why they kept or didn't drop at least one of them? I didn't know how to say that there, but uh, yeah, I, I can't believe they didn't drop at least one of them. So uh, uh, check that out if you got Netflix. If not, get with me. We'll see what we can do for you. So uh, um, borrow somebody's password. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll hop on over, do a little uh, supercar action real quick. Supercars. Uh, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. Dude just upright quits. 
He's like, I have never heard about this in my life. And a pretty famous James Courtney, mm-hmm. big name in supercar, just goes to his team and says, you guys aren't performing. Like you, you told and me. And when you say supercars, you're talking about the V8 supercar oh, series, yeah. right? Okay. He okay. goes, man, you're, you're not doing it like you, you said you would. Here's the keys. I'm done. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I don't think I've ever seen anybody just say, all right, hey, dude, you, well, you promised me this. and Evidently, he wasn't happy there. There they are. So uh, that right there, I think, is going to hinder him, unless he has something in mind already and and he's ready to go with it. There's going to be a lot of race teams that look at him and be like, man, do I really want a guy that's going to toss me the keys uh, right now? I mean, this is uh, you're going to court over something like that, I'm sure. That's an interesting stipulation. We'll keep our eyes out on that because, I, I mean, contracts and stuff like that, I don't know if you, if, uh, how that all works out really. So uh, I just happened to uh, to come across that. Uh, that was uh, just yesterday I was reading that. So I'll, I'll get a little more info on that. But uh, we'll move over to some IndyCar action. Yeah, we got some big news on that. So uh, what do you where do you do you have a place you like to go to uh, maybe maybe you see a girl out in public and you think, man, she looks kind of nice. I'd I, like to write her a note. I I do, I do, and I I it was late last night, so I couldn't hit her up and ask her to you know type me up a note last night. Cause, uh, <laughs> but uh, I go to typoedits.net. Absolutely, and uh, right now they got that promo code BW Sports One. Numeral one. Absolutely. And uh get forty percent off? I think that or is, is it thirty percent? Forty. Forty. Forty percent. Man, that's almost there. half price. Exactly. So uh just we're big supporter of local business and uh independent people there. So uh she's she's a mother of two out there just uh trying to get her feet on the ground, doing what she does, a Notre Dame grad. Yep. Uh, very intelligent lady yep. there. So if you've got a uh a resume, a cover letter, a love letter, um uh, a bio, a uh, a blog, whatever it be. If uh, if you need it just to look a little more professional, hop on over to typoedits.net and get with Olivia there. She yep. will get you taken care of. So we are. I bet. Over. I bet the ass over at Black and White Sports uh, uses typo edits a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I I, uh, for, I need for, to use for a apology more. notes. <laughs> apology. I can, yeah. I can see himself getting in a lot of trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's he's a, he's good at doing that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't live by my motto. Though. No, not at all. No. Not That's a lot why of they call do. him the ass. Not a lot of people live by my motto. No. <laughs> what is that motto? Uh, a lot of people live by the happy wife, happy life, but uh, I'm the slightly annoyed, slightly irritated wife, very entertaining life. I love that. <laughs> so, I love that. Not annoyed. Not annoyed. No, you don't want to get annoyed. to that. No, you don't want to get annoyed. That's a no fun. Life, what was right? that on Domino's commercials? The Noid. <laughs> That's good. Avoid right? the Noid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to go there. So, so IndyCar. Yeah, big news coming. Big out. news. Uh, and I'm still kind of before you. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to grasp this in my mind. How this even happened from both ends. Yeah, you, you and me both. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that came out of this is he's in a Chevy. So break it down. Uh, Fernando Alonso going to get his third run at his Indy 500 title with with who spam. <laughs> That's what everybody's calling. Them. Yeah, they spam. It, I think I think they hate it. I would too. Uh, I Schmidt, hate spam. Schmidt Peterson, Arrow McLaren. Yep. And uh, these guys are taking on. I'm just going to call him Fernando. McLaren. So I bet you this hat it, off sale now. It's no longer probably on sale. <laughs> right. I almost <laughs> Back wore to my Fernando price. hat today too. <laughs> exactly. So if he runs 14, it'll be perfect. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, when when I when I seen that announced, I'm like, hold on here. You just what 
two months ago. Got released from McLaren. All ties severed with <laughs> McLaren. McLaren wants nothing to do with you. Done. Yep. Then you get the the Andretti deal. Then Honda tells you, no, <laughs> we don't want you running any Hondas. You're done there. So now he's back with McLaren. Going to run a <laughs> McLaren with a Chevy. Yep. Wow. In a Dallara. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's what somebody said when I posted I mean, that. He's like, a McLaren Dallara? I'm yep. glad because, you know, I am a Fernando fan. And, and I really want to see him have a legitimate shot at winning the 500. But look at the past two, three years. Where is that? Where has that team been? Last year was a debacle. Fighting to get in, just like McLaren was last year. He was battling Fernando for that spot. The year before that, he failed to make it. So, I mean, there. I th that was his wreck, though. So... Uh, last year he didn't make it. The year before, that's when he ran with okay. Andretti. and he got and in he the got accident. In. Well, he got in the accident because he missed two in a row, didn't he? No. Okay, so there was a gap this, in there. This is only his third time. Not Fernando. I'm sorry, Hinchcliffe. Oh, okay, Hinch, yes. Because So he got in his accident, and then the yes. next year he comes out, and he's fighting to get into it with speed. And missed it. Exactly. So it's like, okay. And then he comes back, and he just barely makes it. It's like, oh, my goodness, guys. So, I mean, I don't know if you were sharing notes with McLaren there last year. But uh, it just it doesn't seem like uh, a good pairing here. Um, you know, I, and I agree with you, but I really think McLaren's going to come with all their ducks in a row this year. After that debacle last year, some something tells me that they reassured Fernando because. If they didn't, why why would he even want to go to that team? Because uh, at this point, after last year, I would almost rather go to Carlin. Oh, hey, I, mean, I mean, Carlin made well, the show Carlin last year. Carlin was helping <laughs> McLaren now last year. So but I don't still, know. they made the show. And you're right, exactly. And so they 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 had to sit down and talk, and, and Alonzo had to talk with them, and they had somewhere they had to reassure him, look, we are good to go. We have the cars. We have the people. We will make the show. Either that or he is that, uh, I'm not going to say desperate, but willing and wanting to hop into the 500 that he is going to take anything. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got to know to himself. Like, and any car is different. Any, any car, I think, on that track, any given Sunday for the most part can win, especially at the 500. And I, I, hate I to, truly do think so. And I hate to say this, uh, and and I know people do say it, and I, I, I hate it when they put this term on the series, but it is kind of like a spec series. I mean, you have one tire, you have, well, one tire manufacturer, you have one chassis, and you have two motors. Mm -hmm. So There's it, your difference. It's that's the, it's the only difference. Drive. But besides that, it and, and what you just said, you know – any car out there should be able to make it in the show, but however, you you still have your you know your Penskes, your Ganassis that are going to have these one-off parts that are legal, right. like like they'll take the mirrors and they'll shave them down and polish them on them, right? And only Penske cars will have a mirror like that. Well, and once another team sees how they did it, then they're going to go make their version of that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's 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 every little bit that you know, like I like to say, massaging on the car to get that extra little bit of speed out of it. Yep. 
But I, I really think McLaren will get in the show this year with Fernando Alonso. Oh, I think they have all three cars in the show this year. Oh, I think they do too. But, you know, just why, you know, going trying to answer the question, why would Fernando go back there? I really think the McLaren's ready. I mean, they, they've showed that they're – their F1 teams turned around. And that they have. I, I do agree with that. And they they started off a little rough last year, too. I mean, Sainz didn't get a top 10 for the first, like, three races, something like that. And then he comes around and gets his first podium later in the, the year. So. And then Norris. I mean, with, with, with Sainz and Norris, I think they really saw last year the potential of the two drivers they have. Norris and is rarely out of the top 10. And said, hey, look, we got we got a couple drivers here. Right. We need to put a car underneath them because if we can give them a, a, a good ride, they're going to go out there and they're going to drive the wheels off of it. And they're, they're probably going to, I think McLaren could be top three, top four this year. Right. Uh, I, I, I could see McLaren beating Ferrari out. There's people that are saying McLaren and Racing Point could possibly knock Ferrari well, back that far. Considering Racing Point has last year's Mercedes, I can see them. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> right, I, mean, I mean, as long as the drivers can drive it and, and they don't have any engine failures or anything like that, you have the same exact car that won the championship last year. Right. No, I'm with you 100% there. So uh, an interesting uh, uh, take there. I was blown away. I didn't understand it one bit. Uh, not at all what I expected. I did expect to see him in the 500, just not with McLaren there. So... He'll be in that familiar orange. I would think they'll do it up orange for him. Oh yeah, do that old uh, old paint style there, because the other one's kind of changing there a little. I'm 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 anxious, man. I'm ready to see this season get underway because I'm ready to see Pato back in a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready to see what Oliver's gonna do in a car. Yeah, I think he's a, a very talented rookie. Uh, I'm anxious to see what Colton's gonna do with his second year and under his belt. Uh, Santino. Um, I think Dixon, which you can't, it's hard to, to say Dixon's not a contender for the championship any Absolutely. year. Right. Uh, Rosenquist. Rosenquist. I think he's going to get his first, uh, definitely going to get his first win this year. I 100% and, and, agree with that. And probably a couple more. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean this, I'm, I'm super excited for this IndyCar season. Two weeks, so what, two weeks is that right? Yeah, something like that. That's what I think it is. So, uh, I yeah, I am I am right there with you. Very very excited for this one, and uh, McLaughlin, Scott McLaughlin there mm -hmm. from Supercars. Mm -hmm. uh, he he's got that ride with Penske for the uh, Grand Prix this year. Okay, goes to his team in Supercars and says, "Hey guys, this is my last year." He's coming to Indy. <laughs> Supercars is having some uh, bad luck right now. <laughs> right. Nothing, nothing official that he's coming over here, but I think we're going to see Will Power step out of Penske, and he's going to take that spot, honestly. Well, I think this and, is Will's final year in, in a Penske ride. Okay, and here's my next question, because we, we all know it's uh, JJ's last year in, in Cup, mm -hmm. and he's been showing up to these IndyCar test sessions. Right, and he's also quoted that you know, Indy running IndyCar races on his bucket list. Right, and he wants to do the street and road courses. Not so he, he mentioned the five. It seems like he's more interested in like St. Pete and uh, Detroit and those ones though. So if if he does come next year, where do you see him ending up at? Because because he's not going to run for a slouch team. 
It's going to have to be Penske, Ganassi, or Andretti. I think it's going to be uh, Schmidt-Peterson. I think he's going to be a one-off at Schmidt-Peterson, in all honesty, because he had that connection with Zach Brown through his swap with Fernando uh, back in the day with McLaren. So they have connections. He was Zach Brown's guest at the training at Coda. Okay. So I do. I think, uh, and, and we'll see. I mean, it'd be interesting because if Fernando, if Fernando has that seat, it changes things. Well, and going back to Fernando, did you see where he quoted that he would like to run more Indy races? He was going, that's what I was going to say, too, because that was in the plans as far as uh, he was going to uh, test with Andretti and run some of the road courses and street courses maybe even this year. I would love to see Fernando on a street course. 100%, I agree with you. And uh, uh, He would be with a him absolute not monster. Backing in there, you wonder... Is McLaren going to back him at all? Are they going to give him a couple sessions and say, I hey, think they are. why wouldn't you? I think they are. If because he wants to do it, why wouldn't you? Because he's coming out and making these comments. So you're making these comments, and if there wasn't talks going on, he wouldn't be making these comments. Right. So I'm almost wondering, could we see him at St. Pete? I wouldn't go that quick, but maybe the Detroit duels after Indy? Because I think he's going to put most of his focus to Indy. And then after that, so Coda. I think you or Coda's before Indy, actually. No, it's not. No, no that's, it's after. So, you, uh, you, Coda, Detroit. Um, um, why not run the Grand Prix? You already a, got a car there for him. Yeah, but again, I think they're, they're, his main goal this year is, first things first, let's make this race in May. Well, I understand that, but at the same time, let's go out and run the Grand Prix. Get you, right, get your feet let, up. Let, let me get my confidence that these cars are going to be good for me to go out there and make a qualifying run and try to put it in for the 104th running of the Indy 500. Right. I just think if you, if you give him a ride in the Grand Prix or even before the Grand Prix, get him in the car. You know, this is, this is an experienced veteran driver that you can get some feedback from. And that's why I was saying right. I wouldn't be surprised to see him at St. Pete because – Right now, you have Pato Olivraski. You got two young guns in your cars that really aren't going to give you a whole lot of information like Fernando will. I know Pato's ran some IndyCar races, and, but right, but he's I'm still not what I'd call a veteran. Mm -hmm. What better way to get your Indy program up and running and running strong than having? a multi-time world F1 champion like Fernando Alonso getting in your car and shaking them down. Right. And relaying everything you need to do. No, I'm I'm with you there 100% there cuz uh I mean it, it makes sense um because like you said, I mean you're going to need somebody. I don't know how Askew is. I don't know how Pato is right. not given that information. Right. Pato might Pato seems like he is Askew seems like he's more the driver and Pato is more that technical guy. Um, I could be 100% wrong there on that, but uh, uh, still, you're not – Fernando's given that that feedback, especially on road courses, and, and that's his life, or the circuits. It's not an oval. So that's where I really think – and that's where Oliver is going to be a benefit to that team uh, as far as uh, uh, that goes on setting an uh, oval car up, I think, because, I mean, you were with Andretti. So you sat there with Andretti for two, three years in Indy Lights, and, and you really, if you if you were smart, you really honed your your knowledge and stuff like that, and and really took what you had in because not too too many people 
get the opportunity to go straight from the Andretti Indy Lights up into the uh, Andretti team there. Uh, I mean, we saw Herda. He he made the move, but he was in a that one-off team for his first year. Um, and uh, Oliver Askew didn't get that opportunity. And so he ran for Andretti, won the champion, and, and you're riding in uh, a Schmidt-Peterson. I mean, nothing yep. wrong with that, but... Yep. Uh, and Pato, again, he's uh, the year before he won it. So uh, you got two champions in there. So, I mean, I would think they could do good. But like we've we've talked about, sometimes you got guys that are really good behind the wheel. And they just tell the crew chief, hey, this is what I need. And that crew chief knows. So uh, you really, maybe they have that guy behind the wall. And that's something I need. I, I would like to look into is who is behind them making these moves. Because I don't think it's still... Uh, uh, was it Jacques Villeneuve last year or uh, Jill DeFerrin? Jill DeFerrin. I, I wouldn't think he's still in that role, but I could be 100% wrong on that. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you can blame it all on Jill. No, you can't, but he's been there. He's done that. But I just I think that McLaren as a team dropped the ball last year. But um, moving on from that, uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Alonzo, were you? I don't even remember now. Okay, for okay, I've been there before. Um, we'll see here. They they run their final test this week. They're heading to Sebring, and I asked uh, uh, Mr. Trowbridge. I was like, "Why do they go to Sebring?" He's like, "Cause it it's the it's bumpy as all get at, and it the best thing to replicate a street course. Because obviously you can't go Makes to St. Pete and Makes say, sense. Hey, I'm gonna shut down your uh, yeah <laughs> your roads here.' Yeah, because they're they're probably already upset." About the one race going through there and close. Because you know that local person that hates racing comes up to that stoplight and is like, why can't I go this way? Oh, kind of like the person <laughs> that uh, knew Deer Creek was right there but bought a house right next door and <laughs> wants to complain because the music's too loud. Something, Yeah, it's, it's similar to that effect, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, so uh, That cracks me up. <laughs> that's, uh, we've, we've talked about that one before. That's good. So uh, um, let's see. We got the final test in Sebring, and then we talked to, or I was able to, you were at work, I was having all the fun, but uh, I talked to Sabre Cook Yeah, uh, this week. That's a good interview. The really cool lady. Um, yeah, she seems like she's very down to earth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the one thing, and she didn't say it to me, but I was doing a little research before and, and looking up you know, what she, exactly she was about and everything, and I saw an interview, and everybody wants to compare her and say, hey, you're the next Annika, you're the next Annika. And she said the coolest thing in the world. She looked at that person and says, I, I respect being like on that level of Danica Patrick. But instead of me being the, the next Danica Patrick, I really like to be the first Sabre cook. I was like, oh, that's incredible. That is awesome. And for her at that age to say that, I mean, that, man, you're, that shows your maturity right there. And unfortunately... You know, with, with a, a female coming into racing, you're going to get that comparison. Right. I don't know why. I mean, and, and I'm not putting Danica down, but I, I think I think there's females out there that are better than what she was. Oh, oh 100%. And it's no different than in basketball. You know, you see a, a, a guy coming up, oh, he's the next Michael Jordan. I get so sick of hearing that. Right. There's, there's never going to be another Michael Jordan. There's one Michael Jordan. Yep. You know, so... I, I get tired of hearing people put these comparisons on people. Let her go out there and race. Let her prove who she is. Right. Absolutely. You know, like we've talked about Haley. 
I know people are going to put that on her, too. Hey, she's Nick Danica Patrick. No. She's Haley Deegan. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. If uh, if she wanted to be the next Danica Patrick, uh, I mean, she, she, she'd be driving different and she'd yeah. be making different moves. I mean, and that's uh, another thing that Saber has said. Like, if if you go into racing as because I asked her, I said, you know, what would you what's the advice you would give to a woman or a, a little girl like my daughter, Jasmine, my, my niece uh, that wants to get involved with racing, but maybe is a little intimidated with it being I mean, nothing against him, but a man's world. And she said, if you go into the racetrack and you think that your gender is a uh, disadvantage, it is a disadvantage. And I mean, just like I said, I mean, uh, the, the quote with the Danica Patrick deal with that quote right there, she's got the mindset. And I, I asked her, you know, what car she liked better, where if, if uh, F1 contract and an IndyCar contract were on the table at the same time, what she would take. And she she pretty much came out and said, I can't picture an F1 contract on the table. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, so, I mean, she she knows that her goal is IndyCar, and she has an opportunity to make it into IndyCar. Uh, the last time she was in the Pro 2000, she said uh, a lot of her uh, budget was unfortunately spent in getting to the race. So now she she's a little more prepared. She's running in the W Series, which mm -hmm. is the, the woman series yep. in uh, F1. Uh, so it's like an F3 car that's a little step down there. Um, or is that that's the electric cars, right? No, no, no. That's Formula E. That W is. Well, just they got women. they got well they got Formula E for women too. Oh no, yeah, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, so this is no, this is uh, a Formula Three car, uh, and it's just a, like a little tune. She explains it in that uh, interview, just kind of the difference between the F3 and that car there. Um, but I mean, she, she says detuned just a little bit, right? Exactly. Just taken down a hair. But, uh, so she was actually, uh, a mechanical engineer by trade or by, uh, schooling. Wow. So she has a degree in mechanical engineering and worked for Renault last year on the F1 team. So, I mean, she's been involved with F1. She's been there. She worked there. She did that while she was doing racing in the W. She's kind of like the female version of Ryan Newman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just uh, and, and that's what's and, and she said sometimes that's a disadvantage to her because she's out on the track and she hears something and she's like, oh, okay, this is doing this, and and at that point you just need to focus on driving. Yeah. So sometimes she said it gets into her head a little too much because I was like, well, that's got to be a benefit because you know what's going on. She said, yeah, it can be. <laughs> it's like Spider Man. Some people's uh, what's it? How's he put it? Spidey sense. Some people's uh. Uh, powers are another people's curse, you know. <laughs> so, uh, kind of an interesting. So, if you didn't get to uh, to check that out yet, hop on over to where www.bwsports1.com. That is right, because that was a uh, YouTube exclusive there. So, we'll have some of those coming out there. YouTube exclusives, we'll post them on Facebook, yeah. But uh, we're really trying to build that uh, YouTube presence in the year of 2020. So, hop on over there to the YouTube page as well. You can go over there from bwsports1.com. And uh, boom, it's nailed. Oh, I've but, been uh, nailing mine the whole time today. Uh, and uh, you can uh, check out all that there. So uh, uh, we got uh, some iRacing news. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, as we're getting into the iRacing news, uh, you know, sometimes you just need that extra little bit in your rig mm -hmm. to, to really – immerse and make the experience a little bit better feel what you've been missing maybe? yeah what, what do you always try to you know 
Do you do anything different to your rig to, to get that feeling? I crank up that butt kicker to 11, baby, and it jolts me out of the seat. It's kicking my butt. That's right. And uh, what a fantastic piece of equipment. It is. There's really, uh, in all honesty, like a motion rig would be cool. There's some apps that Man, are really cool. There's some apps that are really cool. For the the value of the gamer two, what it adds to your rig, phenomenal. I it mean, is. It really is. I got down I sat down the first time I did that. I was like, oh my gosh. I feel like I just felt every curve. It's like I felt everything on the track. I felt the little pebbles coming up and hitting the the fenders on the inside. You do. I mean you, you <laughs> feel every little detail. It's absolutely incredible. So check that out. The winner of the uh um, the Checkers and Wreckers Pro Late Model Series is going to go away with one of those. So uh, Yeah, Zach McSwain got one last year. He did, yes, absolutely. So uh, uh, big thanks to uh, Butt Kicker there uh, for sticking with us and uh, having some fun. And speaking of Butt Kicker, I ordered uh, on eBay, I ordered a mount for did my Did you get rig. that finally? No. Still haven't got that? And it's been, it's been over a month. We did this last week, too. It's not from Butt Kicker. No, like, it's that's not. That's not them. It's not from Butt Kicker. <laughs> we did the same thing last it's, week. It's made by Track Racer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Butt Kicker is fantastic. We, I think we got those things within, like, a day. I mean, like, super <laughs> fast. <laughs> it, like it was either a delivery. day or maybe two. I don't, yeah. I maybe mean, if it was a weekend. So I'm uh, at work, and, and Tommy Boy's sending me a picture. I'm like. Oh, <laughs> right. And I couldn't get off work fast enough that day to come pick mine up. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but uh, we were talking about it at one point and somebody, I got four of them. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause he, he had the motion rig. Exactly. And he's got one on each corner of it. Jolted. That would be insane. Uh, you feel like you're in a 410 sprint car at that point. I mean, <laughs> man, that would be insane. And that's what he said he was running with. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, you feel I'm like, like you're man, that thing has to be doing like this <laughs> and, and then shaking. You're, <laughs> you're feeling every bit of it. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, and you brought up his name just a minute ago, uh, Mr. Timothy Trowbridge. Mm -hmm. Did you see the wheel he made? Oh, that was phenomenal. That IndyCar wheel? Oh, it was sweeter than anything. Yeah, I want one. <laughs> right, no, that that's the actually Indy car. That's not for iRacing. Oh, I think he's making one. For, I thought he made one for sim racing. No, no, no. That was uh, that was uh, TK's wheel. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I thought he was making it for iRacing. No, if if you look in that thing, there's like three thousand pounds of wire yes. <laughs> that he has to go through. Like that is a. It just looks like a logistical nightmare. Uh, much better him doing that than uh, than me. I'll tell you that. But yeah, that was an absolutely that was a really cool, cool picture there to to see, just kind of getting the the backside of uh, things like that in the garage. It's really neat to to see those things. <laughs> it did it does. I mean, it looks dead up like when you drive the DW12, the Cogsworth wheel. I mean, it looks almost dead up like what they did in iRacing. They did a great job, <laughs> obviously laser scanning that one. Are you looking for it still? Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll go on with this one. The Wood Brothers. Did you see this by chance? They come out and uh, they, they make a statement. It says, uh, crashes aren't real in iRacing, but I'll tell you what, the money sure is. So uh, they're interested in it. People were giving him heck for saying that. He's like, please explain to me why exactly. That's an that's IndyCar one. <laughs> he said, please explain to me why uh you think this is a bad idea 
for us to run iRacing, because somebody even last night on the uh, the Pricks of Pavement is like, fake racers, fake racing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I get what you're saying, dude, but at the same time, I mean, this right here, it's it's perfect. Is uh, is it John Wood? Uh, is, that, is that one of the I believe, I, believe, I think so. He came out, and he was like, I'm the one that said that. And he's like, you guys are crazy to think it's stupid for us to not go wreck million-dollar cars. And instead, like we said, hit the reset button. Because if those guys win in these cup races, because a lot of these teams have iRacing teams. Yeah. This cup race pays, uh, was it three hundred grand or no, like it? a total payout, I think, is three hundred. I think the winner gets like. A hundred grand. grand. Is it a hundred? I think grand? it's a hundred grand to win the NASCAR Cup Series. Doesn't he? Uh, doesn't he win the money and get a chance to uh, do a test session in like a, a they, truck? Or they something? usually do give. Like I know uh, Novak last year got a uh, a test session in a super late model. Yeah, so that was it. But you know he's over there just like really. You're gonna up it to a hundred grand this year? Like right on, because I think he got like fifteen, which is not bad. I was gonna say like ten or something like but that. But you can tell with that right there tells you NASCAR is losing title sponsors, and they're going to a a multiple sponsor deal. iRacing signs Coca Cola to a title sponsor. Where's the popularity right now? I mean, I hate saying that, but I mean it's a new it's a new age. So for people to come out and say fake racers, fake racing. Is, yeah, I get where you're coming e-sports, from. Esports, esports is big, man. Not just in i racing. I mean, you look at uh, oh, all over. You can get a college scholarship now for esports, right? And, and so, okay, yes, exactly. He said he paid uh, uh, the drivers in this i racing deal more than he paid the truck drivers. They're getting more notoriety. Wow. That's what they, exactly, and Dustin Hall has been a huge help there uh, on top of uh, doing that logo for us. Oh, yeah. He comes in, and he's always helping me out with some dirt stuff. I love it, man. He's he's chatting dirt with me, keeping me up to date, because he sent that to me, and he's like, man, this is interesting. Like, Absolutely it is. I mean, you really, you're starting to see this trend of, I'm going to say racing, but I think our factor's just starting to, to pick up and, and really try to compete here, and there's some independent ones that are out there doing some things. But uh, uh, the the trend on iRacing, I want to say it's up, like, f- subscriptions and uh, things are up 400% over the past five years. And you know one thing I always think is cool when you log on to iRacing, if you look down at the bottom of the screen on the left-hand side. Tells you how many people. Tells you laps ran for that oh, day. No, that's not that day. That's overall. Oh, is it overall? It's, yeah, it's in, like, the billions Yeah, it's, now. like, three billion something. They're competing with McDonald's burgers made. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Daniel, on that one, I believe Notre Dame is not one of those colleges that are giving scholarships for esports yet. Yet. I, I can't see Notre Dame going to something I, like I that. I don't think they will either. Not for a while, at least. But, and, and really, I mean... Uh, we say esports, but iRacing is part of that. Uh, uh, Gran Turismo, yep. that's a big one. I'm seeing F1 like 2019. Guys are running that, and uh, they're they're running leagues in those project cars. Forza, Forza. I mean, all these on top of this. But uh, I almost want to get Project Cars now on PC. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. I kind of want to get a set of Corsa on PC. I oh, uh, John Altec. He was running a, a formula, and I don't know if you can mod them yourself 
or how exactly that works, but he was running a modded F1 car. And uh, there's look at the laps as of now. I don't even know. 2,369,526,932 laps logged as of now. And I think iRacing is, what, 10 years old? Something like so, that. I mean, close to 10 years old. So, I mean, just phenomenal. And, and Sabre, I asked her about iRacing. She said she's not the biggest fan because she doesn't see. So what she's looking for is like the force in the brake pedal. It doesn't help her. It it she says it hinders her. And I can see where coming in that in that style, like that brake pedal feels nothing like that. And that would throw you off being in a car, learning that car. Oh, come use my brake pedal. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh uh she she would rather be on the track, but it's giving people these opportunities that maybe have a smaller team with a, a smaller budget. Um, to turn laps i mean exactly to, to me and especially you know for for somebody that hasn't raced some of these tracks you just know, to say, say a, that's say, what she says she uses it the most for just to get an idea of the track right you know because iRacing are, is taking 3d images of all these tracks they scan the track right so when it comes on iRacing it is exact copy of that track as far as you know the straightaway length the turn the turn radius the banking. everything yeah because they scan the track and then upload it into iRacing yep absolutely it's a very good tool you know whether you want to call it a simulator a game or whatever i i myself i like to call it a tool because if you are a racer and, and you know, the off-season, or like we just said, you know, if you've never been to this track, need to learn it. You can't afford to get to that track? Right. That That is a perfect tool to help you prepare. Mm -hmm. Now, I, and I do see it. I mean, it is a game, too. It is the funnest game there is, absolutely, in my opinion. But I can see where people use it, like you said, as a tool. Because when I think of simulator, I think of what Ganassi has in his, in right. his shop. Right. That's a... Uh, uh, Hundred thousand dollar simulator, simula, sim, simulator that, too. that they run out, and I mean this thing it feels dead up like the car. It's gonna if if you do something wrong, you're gonna feel mm -hmm. exactly like that car. I mean it's it's manufactured to feel one hundred percent. So there's no cross there. There's no difference with this. I see the the game aspect. You have the game aspect in official racing. When you got other people that are out there and making moves that would kill you on the real track if, if you were going to do. So, I mean, I, I see both sides of the story there. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, this is just getting more popular. In the past five years, like I said, 400% increase in subscriptions and uh, people actually racing there. So, uh, and like Dan, exactly. There's a lot of people. And, and unfortunately, there's some people on iRacing that probably deserve a cup spot will never get one but they're gonna have their their fun and and be able to race with the top competitors because of iRacing and there's some people on iRacing that that do race real cars that run on iRacing that probably shouldn't race either one <laughs> i mean you're you're right exactly so uh and then tim just said iRace has been around 11 years yeah i saw he's, he's been and on he 10. just crossed 10 years in january well, happy wow 10 year anniversary tim hey tim's <laughs> been on saw, since almost the beginning exactly yeah that's exa pretty cool that is uh crazy to think there i know it's our new addiction 
Oh, 100% there, absolutely. And I, I can only really imagine turned any laps this week. 10 though. years ago what it was like there. I can I can only imagine cuz uh I, I they said it. I mean, it took 4 or 5 years for the asphalt side to really get honed in and they're still making improvements. The and they K&N, didn't have dirt at first. Exactly. The K&N, I think dirt's like 2 or 3 years old. Right. K&N is getting a new damage package. Uh the modifieds. I, I, there's other tire packages coming out in this next upgrade. So they're constantly upgrading these things, and now they're saying the the dirt is where it was with asphalt the second year in. They're they're getting there, but it's just what, what we hear the complaints of. It's one lane racing. It's, well, I think dirt. They need to they need to put a true cushion in. You you need to have a true cushion up there to where you're not really you know up against the wall. You're riding the cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. A lot of these dirt tracks, it, it's just follow the leader that, you know, the, the, the slick moves up, guys move up to stay out of the slick, the run around the top and it's just follow the leader around the top. Right. And that's all you do. Mm-hmm. And that's all you do. And here we go again. And again, and we're just riding the top. And I'm not complaining against the racers cause you got to do what you got to do. You don't want to drop it down to the low side and end up in the back. Right. Cause I mean, what's the point of racing if you're going to do that? But I mean, that's where iRacing needs to maybe, I'm not going to say switch their focus, but you're growing at this point. So bring on a team that is there, and, you, and they may have this already, but do just a uh, complete just upgrade on dirt and do it right. Do it to the point where not like this caution deal. That was a absolute just mayhem. Yeah, that was stupid. It, why? Why? It's it's like these phones that come out with a bug fix. It's like here's a fix for a bug. Well. You just updated this two days ago. Could you not have waited two days and tested right. this thing for two days? Uh, and, and it's kind of the same deal with that. So uh, uh, just kind of a, a, a unique take on the uh, the iRacing bit this week with uh, the Wood Brothers coming out and uh, putting it like that. But I, I like that. I think that's a good story. He's coming out and he's yeah. showing. He's like, hey, guys, the sponsorship's here. It is. I mean, if you do it right, if you if you put it up there and you show these these companies what you're doing for them, they're not watching these broadcasts to see you. They want you to show them what you're doing. Make your paints. Make it right. Do it up the correct way. And the other thing is we get so many messages, and I apologize if you're one of the ones, do not text people and say, sponsor me. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how it works. I mean, you got to have a plan. You got to have that. But that's uh, it, it's it's getting to that point here with iRacing, where you're seeing a lot more business in of things. You can get sponsorships. From I get at least driver. I get at least one of those messages every week. At least yeah, one. You're, exactly. Yeah. And and I'm not like I said. I, I'm not saying anything bad against. No, it, no, no. You've got to. Uh, I don't know. See, Brad and I. That's where I think you got enough guys at iRacing that you could test it there in house. And be like, uh, guys, this is this is just a nightmare. My thing you is, could have ran one race there and figured that out. My thing is for like the dirt side and even the asphalt side. I, I think you need to have a group of like, say for dirt, you go out and 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 get a group of ten dirt racers that that have had logged several laps on the dirt tracks in different forms of cars, mm-hmm. and you get them to sit down as a committee. And get on here and run and say, all right, here's what we need to change. I mean, it's never going to be exactly the same as real racing. No. But 
there's some things that could could improve on on dirt, on the asphalt ovals, on the asphalt road courses, and you get a group of of racers for each series. You know, asphalt road course, asphalt oval. There's a reason they section them off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and and you can get feedback. You know, you have these guys in here, you know, logging laps every day, giving you feedback. Here's what you need to change. We need to change this. You know, we we need to. Because it seems to me, especially in the dirt side, the track slicks off awful quick. It can't, yeah. You know, so, and you know as well as I do, and a lot of guys, you you would much rather run in the tack than you would the slick. Because, you know, you get in the slick, and that, that car's a handful to drive. You're, 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 you're wheeling on it and working the throttle. And I think the 305 is like the only thing I'm I'm trying to hit a little of the slick with. It's, all right, I am turn, too. baby, I am turn. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more confident like in the slick than the, the 305s <laughs> than anything else. Right, absolutely. But I, that or the street socks. It's that the kind of slower car that isn't going to take off from you uh, in, in that slick. But uh, like Dustin said, uh, it is very seldom that uh, you find a two-lane track there. But I think iRacing will get to that. Uh, I mean, you got Kyle Larson. You got Christopher Bell. These guys are are behind you. I mean, they're, you you sponsor those guys, and I'm sure you're sponsoring them in part to get their feedback as far as something like that goes. Get a screwdriver app on dirt. Let's see. Let's start dipping that screwdriver in uh, before we go racing here. That's I like the idea there. Yeah. But, uh and I understand that, you know, seldom do you see a two lane and, and that's true, but you know, the, the, the downside of that, of only having the one lane and you get to follow the leader going on, that's where guys are going to get impatient and they're, you know, going to start making moves. And that's where you get guys put in the wall, you know, you get a guy dooring a guy to get by him. That's going to be the nature of the beast because a guy's not going to sit there. If he knows he's faster than you, he's not going to sit there and follow you every lap. Sooner or later, he's going to try to make a move to get by you. Yep. And when it's only one lane, you know, we, we've all seen it. We've, we've seen the guys throw the major slider and just come up and park it in front of somebody. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen. Right. You're, you're, you're not right. going to avoid that. You're you're 100% right there. So, uh, I mean, that's... Even AJ agrees. (laughs) Right. Uh, That's And I do... I'm not saying iRacing is not taking care of that, because I do think they are. They're they're working through that. I agree. But there's... there's, At the same time, people on iRacing need to respect that, and instead of begging them to put out another track, put out another dirt track, fix the dirt tracks you got right let's (laughs) let's refine what we have already because you get a two-lane you advance you get a two-lane fairbury you get a two-lane lanier two-lane lernerville eldora and you just made a whole nother race there it's it is a new track to to these guys you're you're setting up the car different to run on the low side uh so i don't think you need to change tire packages yet there I, i think you need to work on the track that's where and I also think in the in the fixed setup stuff, I think you know even though it's a fixed setup, give two different setups that are fixed, but give them two setups you can pick from. You know, a, a setup that's going to work better if you're running down low in the slick, and a setup that's going to work better if you're running up high. Right. You know, give, give some guys some options, and and then maybe you will see some more guys going down and trying to run low or run in the slick. I mean, 
if you give me an option and and there's a a, a setup to run the slick, I'll run it. I'll try it. Right. I mean, I know myself. I need to get better at running in the slick. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of these fixed setups you get aren't very good to run in the slick. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. I'm with you there. And uh, so, and he said, Dustin was saying that in real life at a dirt track, a lot of those are, are one lane dominant. Um, but I agree, Dustin. See, that's right there what I was talking about. Uh, when you say change the gear. Oh, I got the, the, the final gear. I, I'm, I'm thinking like what gear? No, like, like the, the rear end gear. The helmet, the Hans, no, no, no. or no, <laughs> exactly. No, duh. So, uh, no, and, it, and that's right because I mean, that is a big thing. I think if you take you, a little gear away, you'd be able to run the slick better. Or, or some tracks you might have to put a little in it. I mean, it really, depending on the track, like Eldora, it's going to be different than Fairbury. And for, for these guys that have to go out there and make a small guess on it, you can make a whole different well, track. What I'm, what I'm saying though is like if you're running the slick and, and you drop the gear down, where it's not going to spin the tires running through oh, the slick. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. So it's 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 going to allow you to run through the slick a little bit better right. and not worry about spinning the tires. Right, absolutely. And uh, I get to a certain extent because I'm a I'm a fixed driver. I am too. I mean, right now I don't want to mess with with sets. I'm I'm learning how to drive exactly. on the dirt track, so don't throw me into where I got to set the car up to. Exactly. So and that's the way I look at that. So I I kind of. Uh, uh, go for that, but um, I, at the the same time, um, yeah. See, what's that? He said, "Real Shock and Spring uh, companies give baseline, slick, and heavy setup suggestions for their products." Gotcha. That, that makes sense, right? Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. If if, if I racing and the fixed stuff would give you, you know, um, two options. I think just that a little. I think that make the racing a little bit better. And and I because right now I think a, a lot is your steering ratio and your steering offset. That's what you can change in a lot of the. Fixed That's setups. about it. And, and then you know, and, and then the sprint sprint cars you can change your wing. Right. Exactly. Throughout the race. And where, stuff like that. where you know, in, in the sprint car when it starts slicking off, you'll see. You know, I know I do it. Yo, you'll that, do, yeah, guys will sit there and move it in there as yeah, they're going around that wing, yeah. so you get more downforce. Mm-hmm. But I think there again, if you could if you could change the gearing. It would help, you know, in the slick. So you're going to get more downforce with the wing, a lower gear. You'll be able to drive it through the slick and come off a little bit better because I think a lot of times in the slick where it gets me is coming off the turn when you're trying to put the throttle back to it, you get the wheel spin, and then that's when the car wants to hook around. Right. To where if you had that lower gear to where you could start applying the throttle again, it's not going to spin the tires, and you can drive off the turn out of the slick. Right. No, I'm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and I'm with you there. Somebody said that's why I stick out of uh, fixed, and I build right. my own sets. And I'm with you there, but, I mean, you also, at that point, you're, you've got another hour or two in the game yeah. before you, you hit the track if you're, if you're putting together some solid uh, sets and stuff like that. So, uh, uh, and, but, and, and while we're on the topic of iRacing and, and how – all these teams are getting involved and stuff like that. My only question is, could could iRacing hurt karting? Because, you know, for 100%. for the longest time, karting's been the stepping stone to get into, you know, the next form of racing. 
and you know that's what I did. I'm a, I'm a carter. I, I love carting, um, but with the cost of carting now, yep. You know, okay, but but if you really look at it, and and I'm really starting to learn this because I'm dumping money in my rig right and left, but uh, <laughs> you, you know, if you go out and say, and, and you don't have to have this, say you go out and you get a. Uh, a direct drive wheel set up. Mm-hmm. You're, you're talking minimum thousand dollars. Yeah, and, and you know, and and that's not including the steering wheel. That's just getting the direct drive unit itself. So you're going to spend another about three hundred on a wheel. So right. you're at thirteen hundred right there. That's just for your wheel. Like, at, that's right. not including any pedals. Then you got a twelve hundred dollar computer. So then you got <laughs> another, you know. Two to five hundred, and we'll just keep it at that. There's pedals that go more than that, but we'll just say two to five hundred in your pedals. Mm-hmm. So now you have a wheel set up, and you have pedals. Okay, you still don't have a computer, you still don't have a rig, and you still don't have a monitor or VR. Which you can go out without a rig. You can. You, you well, not can... not with a direct drive unit. You can't. Direct, no, direct you're going to you're gonna mount, have to have a rigid you got a, rig. a bench, uh, a workbench you're mounting right. into <laughs> cinder block. <laughs> but okay, so say let's let's just go bare minimum here. You you get you get a uh you have say a table like this. Mm-hmm. Get you a G29, which is the, the probably the best introductory wheel you can get. Right. A lot of guys run the Logitech G29s and are a great wheel. And you can find those used on eBay or Facebook for about one fifty, and that's with pedals. Yep, without a shifter, you're just using without a shifter, right? I don't use a shifter; I use my paddles. But I was going to uh, say, yeah, it's it's pretty so rare so that I so am. you're one fifty right there for a wheel and pedals. Um, you know, you can, like I said, you could you could take like a desk or table like this and your couch, bolt it up. There you go. So then you still got to have a computer. Bare minimum on computer is probably going to be. 900 to a thousand i would guess okay so now you're at you can lo- probably get into the game for 600 but you're possibly going to have some lag you're, you're i mean like brooks i mean he just upgraded his pc and, and that's why i said 900 to a thousand okay, you're, you're yeah, gonna have enough. a solid fair machine I'm with you. so so we're looking at you're you're, you're at about 1150 bucks 1200 bucks right now and then you still need, you know, a monitor or VR. You know, Tommy Boy likes his triples. I like my VR. But, you know, let's just say you're just going with a single single monitor. You mm-hmm. can get you a 32-inch for a couple hundred. Right. So you're at about 1,400 right now. I mean, you could get in with a TV, too. I mean, that, yeah. that you're, if you're not playing a shooter game, anything like that, uh, and people are probably going to hate me for this comment, but I run on triples, and it's all three TVs. Uh, I've seen a 144 refresh rate uh, monitor, and I can tell a difference, but I don't know if necessarily on iRacing if I'm losing anything from a monitor. So I think you can get in on it. A yeah, because than that. before I got my VR, I was running on my 55 inch flat screen TV. Right. And I thought it was fine. So we're at like 1400 right now. Mm-hmm. Then you still got your iRacing subscription, tracks, cars. So you're going to have about, if you buy all the dirt tracks, there's probably going to be about like like 100 bucks. 
Uh, I don't even know if it gets that high because I don't. There's not that much dirt content right now. But then the cars, I think uh, the only. Well, yeah, you're gonna need some cars you too. Get the street stock when it comes to dirt, and uh, that might be that might uh, be the it. legend. You get the legend. Yep. You still need sprint car, late model. If you want to run UMPs, which don't waste your money because I can't stand those <laughs> what, things. What I do like about the late model and dirt compared to the late model on asphalt is when you buy the late model on dirt, you get all three. Right. When you buy the late model on asphalt, you got to buy the late model. Right. Then you got to buy the pro late model. Then you got to buy the super late model. It's like, oh, come on, guys. But I, I mean, I get it. The popularity there. So you're supply you're, and demand. You're talking about you can get into iRacing for about fifteen hundred without computer. You're saying? Oh, no, yeah, that's with that, to, no, that was with the computer because I remember I said nine hundred to a thousand. Oh, okay, for the computer. you were saying with the used, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you. we're we're and, about fifteen hundred, and that's a solid setup. You, yeah. you can go cheaper than that. You can. You can go way better than that. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, if you want to get in and just get your feet wet, get up and running, 1500 bucks. Because it does. It scares me sometimes to see the post of this. Will this run on iRacing? Right. It's like, no, dude, it's a 90. It's running on Windows 95. Like, no, just pass. And that. you might be able to get it a little <laughs> bit cheaper, you know, and get in. I mean, if you can find some deals, okay, you might be able to get in for 1000 Right. Uh, but even still, so, you know, and let's, let's take that versus carding, carding, you know, to, to, to get a, a, a good chassis motor, everything like that. You're talking, you got about four to five grand in it. And that's, that's for all new stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to get in and just to get into carding and, and be somewhat competitive and use stuff. You're 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 probably gonna talk, you know. I'm gonna say for a decent used chassis, probably a thousand. Right. Then, and, uh, but look how much the carving world changes each and every year, and that's the that small development in carding is can be a a good speed on the the track. It, it just depends because I know, um, what five years ago, dad dad bought a PCR. It was a shifter cart. Mm-hmm. So we took, stripped it down, took it out, had the frame put in the jig, made sure it was straight. And and we did some tweaks to the chassis that we know what to do to. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, and, and that thing was competitive. I mean, we, we won races with it, put it on the pole. I mean, the cart was hooked up, and it was a bad dude. Now, and that was a four-stroke cart. Mm-hmm. Now getting into two cycles, that's when you're gonna, you know, a uh, um, a five, six, seven year old chassis and a two cycle is not gonna be as competitive, right? You know, with more power, you're gonna flex the chassis out and it's gonna start to wear out in time. Where with a, a Briggs or not a Briggs anymore, but a four cycle cart, you want it to flex. You know, so if it flexes, it's not a bad thing in a four cycle cart. Mm-hmm. So getting back to what I'm saying is, you're you're going to spend probably two thousand to twenty five hundred bucks. That's before you buy a set of tires, though. Well, that's that's roll, that's that's though, rolling yeah. right. ready to go. But you know, and that's still you need helmet gloves. You know, you can you can wear just a jacket. You don't have to wear a full fire suit. I wore I wore a jean jacket. And jeans. <laughs> I wore mom's Riviera jacket. I look like a stud out there. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Now, now some places won't allow that. I mean, some places are going to make you at least wear a, a Nomex jacket. Sure, right. And and you know, because I, I know there for a while, that's all I wore was a jacket and jeans. Because I got tired of putting the suit on and on. And, you know, a hot day, that suit, you'd just sweat oh, so yeah, bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, so... when I ran Enduros, I ran, I wore the full fire suit and everything like that. But I'm just talking, you know, money differences. So, you know, right there, you're talking about three grand to go karting. Mm-hmm. And that's buying used stuff. Right. And then you're not, yeah, that's not the track fee. That's not your right. gas. That's, That's not, not getting tires. to the track. Exactly. And if you don't have a truck, you're going to have to have a trailer of some kind to, right. to pull it there. Well, we put it in Dad's, the back of his, uh, God, what was it? GMC Sonoma. This thing's go. hanging out the back, dude. <laughs> you know I mean, we look like a, just a, the... Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies pulling up But you know, up that's how a lot of people went racing back in the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. You don't see that nowadays, unfortunately. No, you don't. Now you see this $40,000 trailer. Now you think they got to have a 42-foot trailer exactly. and a motorhome where I remember some of my best racing memories was, you know, Dad had a, a, a old Ford van. It didn't look like much on the outside, but we had racks built on the inside. The cart would slide right up in there. Exactly, right. We had spare parts in the racks, and... That was that was a cool setup for me, you know. Right. Well, we had it down to us. Like we'd put the stuff up, anything that we needed under, it could go under. Then the stand would like hold the the cart up just enough. I mean, Dad never dumped the cart off of the the thing because we never strapped it down, which blows my mind now thinking about it. So just ask, I got to give Dad a, a round of applause there for never dumping the cart out of the back of the truck. And you know, and and and, and it, how we started off the show, rainouts. That's a great one. I never thought of that, Brett. That's a great part of that. Think about you go to a rainout, man. You didn't even race. Yep. You just you drove traveled you all that, that way and went rainout. Or you got to pay now for another night because you're staying another night. Or if it rains out all weekend, like uh, you're coming back. I another... remember. I remember we went to uh, Charlotte to Lowe's Motor Speedway. You know, we paid because uh, you know you could show up on Friday and practice all Friday, and then you race Saturday and you race Sunday. Right. We show up on Friday. It rains all day. Right. We never, we never got a, a, waste. a bit of practice in. Your dad took a day off of work? No, dad didn't go enduro racing with I me. I got you. But, I mean, still, people are taking days yeah, off work I at did. that point. I took a day off work. So, you, I mean, you got a day off work, your, the travel expense. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's uh, a big thing. Yeah. And as far as food, I can eat ramen. So, that I won't tap too much in there. But um, <laughs> it, it adds up. It does. Hey, it does. The food part, I'm happy as long as they got a decent hot dog at the concession stand. <laughs> but hey, that could be more expensive than uh, than anything else in some of these places. It, it could be, but I, I know a lot of tracks you can get a, a hot dog for you know, a couple bucks. <laughs> right. And I, like I said, I was down he with said it. He said rainouts equal a high bar tab on top of that. <laughs> That's good stuff. I like Brett. <laughs> He's a partier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Oh goodness! Listen asphalt to... or dirt cart racing? I I did asphalt myself. You didn't race in the rain, Brad says. Nah, I did. I ran a. We was at Mid Ohio in the Enduros, and um, we go out, and it was, it started sprinkling, and it was practice, and they're like, "All right," so um, I was like, "You know what? I'm not putting my rain tires on." I think this is going to blow over. <laughs> Went out there and, I mean, fast as hell. Fast as hell. Like, you look yeah, like Marco, though. I got a shot. <laughs> I was like, I got a shot. I got a legit shot. Running second. 
you know, the guy in first done checked out, but, you know, his dad owned a cart shop and built motors, so he should check <laughs> out. But uh, running second, running good, mid-Ohio, come out, what was it, uh, turn nine, I think it was. I can see you counting. And all of a sudden, ball, I was like, what the <laughs> hell is that? I look back. My pipe's just laying in the floor pan. Oh, my no. pipe cradle, the, the bolt sheared off of my pipe cradle. Whole pipe fell off. I had to pull in. Oh, man. You got to love that. Fantastic. That's a, I was going to say the same thing, Dan. That's Canadian racing up there. So uh, <laughs> Brad's used to uh, racing in like 13 inches of snow, or should I say 30 centimeters of snow? So I've watched the the carts run on like the ice oh, where they put I the studs in the tire. I would love to try that. <laughs> I, I don't would know if that'd love be my to thing. try that. I don't know about uh, that. Would be. <laughs> they are. They're screaming, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, anything else that you can think of? No, I think that's about it, man. I mean, we we've we've covered a lot today. Well, it is that time. It we is time. Oh, almost it forgot. To the checkers and records. Checkers and records. Pick, 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 pick. pick. Oh. Oh. The I felt good on that one. That was a good one. I mean, that was a good breath. one. I don't know what it is. I must have been ran, running after Graham quite a bit this uh, this week. He's got me in shape here. So uh, we're going down. And uh, I'm looking at that like it means yeah. anything. So I'll start it off with my checker. Leo. Uh, Leo is going to agree with me here. I'm going with Jimmy Johnson starting in that second spot. I think he takes it today. JJ takes it today. Day. Not a record checker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we put him as a record now that I nah. said he's going to be a checker. <laughs> I'm giving Jimmy Johnson's a bad juju here. Um. So my checker. Uh, let's see here. I'm, you know, I'm going to go out on a rope. I'm going with Kevin Harvick. All right. And uh, that's a solid pick there as well. And uh, we'll go at the Wreckers. And uh, right now, get on DraftKings. Hop on, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, FanDuel, whatever you bet on, because I'm about to throw the Wrecker out. And that usually means that this guy is going to pull it into victory lane. And he was my dark horse last week, starting fourth this week. Kurt Busch, I don't think, has the race he wants to have today. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, my record, since I, I picked him as a dark horse in Daytona and he stunk it up, <laughs> then last week he finished the second. Matt D, you're wrecking today. <laughs> we'll see about that. It seems like uh, he, he's got there anytime. uh uh Anytime you put it out there, you, uh, Matt D, either he, if you got him for a checker, he wrecks. If you got him for a wrecker, he checks. So, uh, Michael Milliard saying Logano is going to start the wreck. So he's calling Logano for his wrecker. Who you got All for right. a checker? Let's hear it, Michael. You, you gave us your wrecker. Let's hear your checker now. My dark horse for the day, he is having a solid 
season so far. We talked about him today. Kind of a uh, a rookie that uh, nobody really talked about until the season started. I'm going to go with Nemechek. All right. Is he right? Yep. Starting 23rd. <laughs> Dark horse for Daniel is D. Benedetto, and he says, however that's spelled. <laughs> and I, I don't think he got too far, but there's an I in there for sure. Yeah. Michael is a, uh, a pretty darn good sprint car racer. I will give him that. He does uh, some streaming. He's a butt kicker family guy. Oh, yeah. I've watched and, some uh, of his stuff. He can whip it around. Oh, yeah. There. I'm going to have to give him stars. I want to see if he can, because uh, if you give him so many stars, he'll go to the back. It's like, I've seen that. One of these days, I'm just going to go in there and just piss him off. Like, to yeah, the back, I, to I, the back. It's not going to piss him off. I think it's but... uh, 100 <laughs> stars. He'll run the top for a lap. Yeah, exactly right. And then you for the like a thousand, you can crew chief and make him pick the yeah. You pick the lanes. And so I thought that was a cool little, uh, cool little deal he's got there. So he's gonna go with the dirt guy, and he's gonna pick Larson All right. for the uh, the win today. Do you have a dark horse? I'm gonna assume you're gonna go with Bell on your dark horse then, <laughs> just uh, to keep that uh, trend rolling there. So uh, uh, we'll okay, appreciate so you dark- hopping in there on there, Michael. Appreciate that. Dark horse, you got John Hunter Nemechek, huh? I do. I think, uh, like I said, he he had a good showing in uh, uh, Daytona. I think he finished top ten last week. So, my dark horse, Colonel Custer with the candlestick there you go. in the laboratory. I got money on him today, so uh, I do. I think he's gonna finish. I put him in the top five in the Vegas bets there on. Uh, uh, I don't even know what I bet on, but uh, DraftKings. So uh, hop on over there. Like I said, uh, I just picked out the the record of the week. So we're you gonna, should go put bet the on him as the in the lockbox until next week. <laughs> exactly. I, I like that uh, that little holding there. So uh, we'll, we'll keep it up. We'll keep it good and safe until then. And I want you to stay good and safe until that time as well. Hey, and uh, while Michael's on here, you know I, I've watched you run some sprint car stuff and stuff like that. You know what today is, Tommy boy? Slide job. <laughs> Sunday. I thought you were going to get in there. That's with right. Me. Slide job Sunday. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, come run some sprint cars with us tonight in Monsters of Dirt. I don't know if I want that because he's just going to be the guy lapping me then. Uh, you know, hey, it's it's all good. Uh, you're right. He, he's a butt kicker the, fan. The, the only way to get better is to run with the fast guys. Hey, hey, Michael, just real quick. Can you uh, can you let me know can, and let everybody else know in that comment section if you're still with us? Where do you uh, who, who do you go to uh, to feel? What you've been missing there. Yep. Give it a little hashtag drop there. Gotta love the family there. Oh, battery's exhausted. That means we are done for the day. Thank you all for joining in with us. That was a good little uh, timing there. Thank you for having a good one. And uh, let's have some fun here. He said send him the info. You got it. It's Monsters of Dirt. iRacing. Was it uh, www.iracingmonstersofdirt.com? Yep. Thank you all for having us and uh, joining us here today. There it is. Hashtag butt, butt kicker. kicker. <laughs> Gotta love it. So uh, that's that's what we got today. The battery's exhausted. We're exhausted. So uh, thank you all for joining us in. Remember to drive fast. Shift hard. Not in the sprints, though. And keep the rubber on the road. Yep. Or keep slinging that dirt. However you want to do it there, just do it with a butt kicker gamer, too. Yep. <laughs> yep. Peace.